Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. Hello there! Welcome to the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Jim. I'm Brian. And we have the creators of Star Pod Log, an amazing podcast of anything science uh, fiction. Why don't you introduce yourselves and tell us how you got started in that podcast? I'm Nayar. I'm Kavora. And we're a husband and wife team. We actually met at a Star Trek convention. We got married at a Star Trek. Oh, oh really? That's amazing. <laughs> Full uniforms. We had oh. Klingon honor guards. The, the, oh, my gosh. Everything you could imagine. So it's we're very fortunate that our entire lives are surrounded by what, baby doll? Star Trek and <laughs> sci-fi, of course. Oh, yeah. And we grew up uh, reading Starlog magazine. So we okay. had this idea to create a podcast called Starpod Log, yeah. which uh, talks a lot about Starlog and things from the 70s and 80s that Starlog covered. Okay. You know, we follow uh, your podcast. We love it. Uh, the, uh, we also, uh, my son uh, got excited about your Cleon group. We met y'all a few years back, uh, the Cleon group. Why don't you tell us about that? The Klingon Assault Group, K-A-G, CAG. Yeah. yeah, it's an international organization, and we are members, and we're actually the uh, the leaders for the for the southeast quadrant of CAG. And, uh, yeah, it's a great club. It's free to join at CAG.org, and we have a lot of fun. We, we dress up in our Klingon costumes. Yeah. There are different versions of Klingons, and they also have the Imperial Xeno Legion, which okay. is a, a legion that takes aliens that are not Klingons. So if you wanted to do a costume of Vulcan or Andorian or something, sure, join us. Yeah, awesome. And having a costume is not required, but being a fan is. Oh, so there you th- go. That's the fun part about it. Some people yeah, have said is. to us, are you the Star Trek version of the 501st Legion? The mm-hmm. first they know we're actually older yeah, than okay. the 501st Legion. Oh, wow, okay. okay. And and there, the, the requirement is camaraderie. Okay. If you want a costume, you can. So everyone can join. We're a very inclusive group. Okay, that's very cool. It, it yeah. really is. It really is. And so actually with our Star Pod log, we also has another podcast, Star Pod Trek, 
that's all Star Trek all the time. We have monthly okay. viewings of Star Trek at our place, downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And again, we follow the practice of IDIC, Infinite Diversity and Infinite Combinations. So awesome. all fans are welcome. I mean, we, we love so many things. We're not limited to Star Trek and Star yeah. Wars. And, yeah. I mean, that's why we love your guys' podcast. You're, you're, you have an eclectic collective yes. of fandoms. Yes. You know I, mean? I mean, I've been to WrestleMania before. I, uh, yeah. Like, if you grew up in the 70s and 80s especially, it yes. was just a... It was everywhere. It was a free-for-all. Yes. We all liked so many different things. Especially in this area. I grew up in Nashville, and it, it, wrestling was huge in this yeah. area back in the 70s and 80s. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, we, first of all, we got to give you guys props because we're fans of yours. We love oh, well, your thank podcast. You. Thank we you very much. It. We're fans of y'all, so uh, we're what, glad to have y'all on here so we can team up on this. And I think it's a lot of fun going to conventions like this, the ICCC. I mean, we've known Michael and Andrea for years. Okay. And, and they, they are a husband and wife team yeah, they are. that yeah, they are. puts this together. Yeah. And they're... At the core, we always say if you're good people, yeah. you, you could do something good. And they're yeah, good absolutely. people, they first are and good foremost. Very they're much. wonderful people. We, we, we're happy to count them as friends. And what they've put together is nothing short of amazing. I mean, are you in awe right now? Of, we oh, it, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what is going on They have on put here? together such a wonderful convention. And one thing we've noticed is that uh, it's very there's a different vibe here at this convention that we've seen at other conventions it's so laid back and everybody's so uh, inclusive and so yes. welcoming here it's yes. it seems just it's such a nice atmosphere at this convention um, I mean even the special guests have been so accommodating and um, people from around the world yeah meeting absolutely people from everywhere it's can crazy. you imagine this is happening here in Nashville Tennessee I know oh. it's, yeah. it's yeah, crazy every guest well yesterday all we did with all the guests you know we, we got to meet Timothy Zahn and mm-hmm. you know Wesley and all them yeah. and you know just to hear the backgrounds of what's going on in the UK and the filming that took place in London and everything it's we have been the in stories. awe since we've yeah. started the stories it's, have been I, amazing. And I see on your shirts, you know, you got the Legion, you got uh, Star Wars Collectors Club. Are y'all members? Are y'all representing? Are these sponsorships? Well, Nayar is actually one of the founders of the Star Wars Collectors Club. Okay. Oh. So, yes. So, <laughs> well, I'm a member. I, you yes. know, I got my shirt and everything. Absolutely. So, so uh, some years ago, Lee Red 2, he's on our podcast, the Star okay. Podlog podcast. He handles our monthly countdown to episode nine segment. So okay. every month we talk about a different Star Wars movie in order because okay. we're all excited about episode oh, nine. Yeah, and the best thing to do is Absolutely. have a year-long Star Wars binge. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. <laughs> so if you count down, so we started out at the beginning of the year, and yeah. we, we just recorded our Return of the Jedi podcast. So okay. we got two more to go, and then what's going to happen in December? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it all comes to a head. Exactly. Uh, so Lee and I started the. Tennessee Star Wars Collectors Club some years back and we that's around the time that we met Michael Havens as well okay. so we go back some years at Michael Havens but yes we are members of the 501st we okay. are members of the Rebel Legion we're members of a lot of fan clubs <laughs> because we like a lot of things yes. yeah we are super passionate fans I mean our house is a 
collectors. That's paradise. why we started this thing because <laughs> we were already sitting around a table having these conversations anyway for hours, you know. And we were like, "Hey, what would happen if we threw a microphone on a table and just had this in an organized form?" And then it just grew. It's grown to this. So it's a time capsule. It is. Yeah, and we really get to is. meet uh, you know wonderful people like you and network, and then we can grow as a family. This is what we're excited about. You know, when we meet the Rebel Legion, the Five Hundred First, everybody. Yeah. We're you know, we're really excited for this con for you know to help all of us grow and get all this stuff out there and help it grow. Even I was bigger. geeking out yesterday. I got to, we got to talk to Andy Hurd, who was uh, he's been in Star Wars, Harry Potter, uh, Willow, Willow, Willow Labyrinth, Labyrinth. Um, and he was telling us the stories about. Um, uh, being, you know, on the in his Ewok costume, on, re- filming Return of the Jedi in Pinewood Studios, I got an autographed picture of him. But just hearing those stories is just—that's why we do this—is mm-hmm. to hear those stories. It's so good. So it's y'all have well. a uh, a booth here. Um, uh, exactly. We're right around the corner. You can see the banner from here. Mm-hmm. So and so you have two podcasts uh, for anyone out there who missed it. They got uh, Starpod or is it Starpod Trek? We Star Pod Trek that's mm-hmm. all, uh, all Star Trek only, and then Star Pod Log that's all science fiction, fantasy, fantasy, adventure. I mean, pretty much anything from the 70s and 80s. Television shows, toys, comic books, movies. Okay. Video yeah, mostly games. Uh, science fiction, fantasy, but we have done other things like Dukes of Hazard because it was a great show from, from the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. You know, that's one of those crossover things. Yeah. yeah. We have some friends downstairs, the Decibel Geeks. And they have a podcast about rock and heavy metal music. And they put on an annual convention here in Nashville, Tennessee called called the Rock and Pod Expo. And they're here because they found out, you know what, there's a strong tie between certain fandoms. Yeah, absolutely there is. <laughs> and Big e- time. E- even though they're 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 different, they're cert- like the Golden Girls. We're mm-hmm. talking about that the other day. Isn't it amazing how many nerds love the Golden Girls? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. You know, it, it, you know they're uh, they're role models. They're who you want to be when you get to that age. Yes. You know, that's the that's the biggest thing for me. <laughs> it's like I'm hope I'm that cool when I'm that old. So we know? don't limit ourselves. <laughs> like if, oh, if, I know. If, if, oh. if, if, there's certain things that they they are um, endearing. Yeah, Be, because we're nerds, yes. of, of, especially here in Nashville, how we have a Dukes of Hazard museum. Yes. Yeah, people yeah. from That's around the world come to see the see Dukes that. of yeah. Hazard museum. They and do. We, we might take it for granted. Yeah, yeah, but it's awesome. Oh yeah, we so, take a lot of a lot of things for granted in this city because I mean I've lived here all my life. I've been I was a musician for you know almost twenty years, and uh, the just the music element of this city alone that's been here forever. I think a lot of people who live here take that for granted, but there's, there's such a rich musical history in, from this from this town alone, just just in that alone. And over the last few years, I think movies, uh, movie studios are moving here now. They're doing a lot of TV, a lot of film here, um, and that's growing up a lot. So you when you talk about music, it's not just country music. No, it's no, everything. No. If you look no, at we Megadeth were, albums, see where yes, they're recorded. They're yes. recorded here. If you look at Alice Cooper albums, latest ones, they've been recorded here. Yeah. Bon Jovi. It's been recorded here. I mean, yeah, a lot of non-country music is recorded. Yeah, is the capital um, of the world. That's uh, that's one thing we tried to hit. We tried to hit um, uh, non-mainstream music. You know, we just had the Wanna Beatles, but we had a group. You know, we're just starting out with that. We had a group uh, called Suitcase Souls. You know, they're an upcoming uh, duo that's like folk singing Americana singer songwriter. Uh, like we tried to have them on their show, do some uh, acoustic stuff. You know, just, you know, a few parts of what we have. 
Um, so being here at ICCC and being a collector, is there something you're looking for? You know, is there a treasure out there that you, you want to find? Or are you here just to be, just to capture that one thing? You're like, oh my God, I haven't seen that in years. I got to have it. I know one thing is Nayar has a list of comic books that he's still looking for. So we're still looking for a few rare comics. Okay. That's one thing. Okay. What did you, do you have any off the top of your head? Maybe somebody will hear it and be contact you. Be like, hey, I got it. <laughs> I have everything in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have, you have yeah, your yes, uh, checklist. Yes, exactly. Checklist. Yes. Okay. Uh, as far as toys, we pretty much, I mean, and a lot of things we've kind of capped off. Okay. Uh, we're more of a window shopper. Yeah. Unless there's something of an impulsive buy. Right. I mean, these things are really cool. These coasters, we give these out. We, okay. we try to support local artisans as yeah. much as okay. possible, yeah. too. Yeah, good. So anytime we see these local artisan gifts, yeah. we buy a whole bunch of stuff and we store them away for the holidays because we, okay. we want to give really unique gifts. Oh, and so okay. Why not support the local yeah, nerd community, art community, and give things that no one else will ever have you that's true very things. unique gift yeah. yeah so i'm digging your shirt here man uh is was this something you made or did you uh get it custom made you know these here? are custom made shirt uh this one right here this is i'm wearing a shirt it's essentially a bowling shirt yeah that mm-hmm. has all the vintage the comics, marvel star yes. wars comics Comic. yeah and i'll give you a link it's it's a team of artisans again yeah mm-hmm. yeah another uh, crafts craftsman. Uh, I met him at a Lord of the Rings meetup. There's actually an annual, where it's every three years. Yeah, it's okay. not a convention. They call it a non-convention. Okay, uh, it's in let. It's in Kentucky. It's a okay. small village in Kentucky. Okay, where they transform this village into Middle Earth. Wow! Oh oh like not at a hotel. Go. It's not at a oh, hotel. You sold me, man. Yeah, so yeah. We go. need to know we where that. To how to find that? Yeah, That's coming awesome. up in 2020. It's called a long expected party, or ALEP. A L E P. Will this be on your uh, Facebook? Because we want to be there. <laughs> yes. Total immersion. Every single person costumes. Okay. It's since it's in a a shaker village there's very little modern conveniences so many of the okay. rooms don't have televisions I'll, I'm, I to break are, out I'm already geeking out there, there I there gotta is, break out my Hobbit costume yeah, there, I haven't worn yes, yeah. yeah, there, there is no um, video screens for the presentations it's all live theater at night it's oh, live musicians at night wow. they actually have a tavern Okay. So I've been doing it for years Okay. Uh, but they do have a shop there that only sells artisan things Okay. and there's a group of ladies that makes these custom bowling shirts. Okay. So, yeah. I'll send you a link so you can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Absolutely. Please do. Please do. And please post that uh, Middle Earth thing because I'm going to have to be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's a must. Yeah. Uh, they so cap it off at 300 people because they want to keep it a small village. We're okay. gonna, which is awesome. That's what we're That gonna, is yeah. awesome. Yes. Total immersion into first. Middle Earth. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about some upcoming shows you're going to be a part of. Off the top of your head, baby. I mean, we do at least a con a month. Okay. So, I think our next one is Rhode Island Comic Con. Well, Cincinnati's so coming up next week, Oh, right? that's right. The Cincinnati Comic Expo okay. is the next one. Yes. Okay. So, you're going to be at Cincinnati, uh, is it Comic Expo, Cincinnati Comic Expo? Think, yes. And then the Rhode Island Comic Con, those are your next couple coming up? Yes. And then we got uh, Starbase Indy. 
Starbase Inn is a Star Trek science convention, okay. yes. And then we have the Grand Old Game Room Expo. Okay. Yeah, Expo that, in Nashville. That looked awesome. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's They just recreated an arcade from the 70s and 80s. It's, it's, oh, it's unbelievable. Since, since you bring that up, have you noticed the resurgence of uh, arcades coming back? Um, which is really shocking to me because of today's technology. But they announced that huge arcade and bar they're about to build in downtown Nashville that's supposed to be super huge. Um, but it's but really there already one is one downtown oh, barcade. Yeah, there's and barcade. then there's going to be one south of that that ten thousand square foot. That's one. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the, the it's resurgence. It's the Music City pinball people that yeah. are putting that on. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a big thing now is. I think we've we've gone through the generation that just wants to stay by themselves, and now we've realized that community is a good thing. Coming back to that, what we're doing right now is a good thing. It is a good thing. We've been listening to you for a while, but we like actually talking to you face to face. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. Um, We'd love to invite you at some point if we could work it out to let's do a uh, full uh, join show together at some point. Fun and uh, maybe put together some fun concepts. Again, we've uh, we've we've uh, floated out. Like uh, debate shows, like we'll have a team debating for Star Trek yeah. versus Star Wars, or Marvel versus DC, or something like that, just just for fun, Absolutely. you know. Or Battlestar Galactica versus Buck Rogers. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Buck, now, I'm on would, Buck who, Rogers. What team would Buck Rogers? Buck Rogers, <laughs> yes. baby. Battlestar. <laughs> Buck Rogers. I do like Battlestar. We're, we're in a Battlestar Galactica fan club as well. So, I we mean, costume, we like them all. We we actually had to get some more storage. We just ordered some more this weekend because we've come to the point we have more costumes than we do have civilian clothes. <laughs> 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 we love it all. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so let's walk back down. Tell all of our listeners where they can find your stuff, how they can find you on social media, website, whatever. How can they find you and listen to your stuff? We are on Facebook. We've got a group called uh, Starpod Log and Starpod Trek, and then we and we also have our um, under our names Nayar and Kavora on okay. Facebook. We're on Twitter. It is at Starpod Log. Okay. Instagram at Starpod Log. So yeah. you can find us at any of those places. And our podcast is on Blogspot, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Sweet. All right. Awesome. So the, awesome. go to their uh, their blog, their uh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Go to Starpod Log, Starpod Trek. Uh, they have amazing stuff. I've been listening to it for a while as well. We're big fans of y'all's. Thank y'all so much. Yes, for thank down you so much for talking with us. We're so man. excited that you invite us to do that. Absolutely, we love hanging with you guys. You're a fun group. Welcome anytime. Yes, yes, and if y'all go to uh, the the Six and Natty Comic Expo or the Ro- uh, Rhode Island Comic Con, please go see them. They're amazing people. Join their groups and grow with us as we grow nerdly. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will have uh, another uh, group with us. So you might hear us go in and out with different people. Thank you all so much for listening. We yeah, will be right you. back. We are back. This is the Eclectic Collective. Uh, you'll be hearing us go in and out. Uh, right now we have Don with the Rebel Legion Carillion Base. Correct. Boom. I got it right the first you try. Did. You did. Uh, tell us Gold a little Star. bit about um, y- uh, your group. 
So the Rebel Legion is a worldwide organization of costumers. Uh, locally, the Karelian base is the Tennessee and Kentucky group. And we are like-minded folks who enjoy building costumes, props, generally on the good guys uh, side of Star Wars. Um, and we use once we build those, we will use them at charity events, community events, whether that's uh, autism walks, Christmas parades, uh, children's hospital visits. Okay. Uh, we work with the Tennessee Titans on occasion too. We nice. get to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, people ask what is the commitment sometimes, and mm-hmm. the commitment's really what you want to put into it. Yeah, you know, we're volunteers, so um, some people want to build a simple costume, some people want to build a really complex costume. Um, and p- probably within Tennessee and Kentucky, you could find something to do every weekend. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, you know, all the major cities have a group of us. And there's usually something going on. So um, that's, that's awesome. amazing. So, the what is your group in relation to the 501st? Good question. So, the 501st would be the bad guys of Star Wars. We are the good guys. Uh, a lot of crossover. You've got a lot of people that build lots of costumes and support yeah. in both groups. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we work tandem many times. You'll see us. Usually when there's one, there's the other one. Yes. Okay. All right. Yep. So when y'all get together uh, from the local chapter of Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kentucky, is that mostly just for events, or do y'all have your own gatherings that you do, and does that happen in Tennessee or Kentucky, or where does that take place? Well, I would say mainly events and okay. kind of where it's at, but we do get together. Like We'll have what's called prop parties mm-hmm. where somebody with a garage is saying, you know, I'm going to build something this weekend whether oh, I'm going to work on okay. a Han Solo gun belt and so people who have time come and help out and yeah. do the build oh that's awesome yeah. that's really cool yeah and that kind of helps build the community and build the group and it's a good way to show up and just kind of learn you know when you have yeah. clone that armor like fun. Yeah. it does sound like fun yeah that's really cool yeah so, so what oh, uh, no, you no, no. no I was just going to ask uh, so how would somebody be able to join your group if they're not here ah. at the IEEE good question so um, if you start on our website rebellegion.com okay. um, if you click the form button it lists all the subgroups by state So you can say whatever state you're from, find that state. That'll tell you the name of the group. And then that's a clickable link that'll take you to all the information for that group. Um, Of course, social media is big. So we obviously have, you know, Facebook, Instagram, that too. Global Rebel Legion brand and then by each individual uh, Mm -hmm. state as well. Okay. Uh, What what, do you have any events coming up that you guys are taking part in? Uh, As we get into fall, we get a lot of Halloween events. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually those take the form of uh, Boo at the Zoos. Yeah, Um, take my son to that. Yeah, yeah. lots of those. And then as the weather cools off, we get into the autism walks, make a wish walks. Okay. And we, um, it's a fun time of year to do those. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So are there stipulations to joining the group? I know yeah, that there are some to, groups. I was about to ask that. Is there, mm-hmm. is there any guidelines that you must follow? I can't yes. go out and buy is, this Is costume toy. required to be a part of it? I know you said there's levels of complexity, mm-hmm. some simple mm-hmm. to complex, but is right. having a costume required? What Just walk us through everything, that the, 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 right. the simple guidelines. Like if I contacted you and said, hey, I would love to join. Right. So... You can join the forms. You can join the group. Until you have a costume, you'll become like an official member. Okay. Um, but joining the group just to help out, like, you know, setting up tables. Um, we need handlers at events. You know, a lot of the costumes, like 
clone troopers, you don't have a lot of good vision. Uh-huh. So you have people that kind of guide them and tell them, hey, you're standing okay. next to stairs, you're standing next to a four-year-old, just to kind of help out and, and wrangle, basically so wrangle there's jobs us. you have, there's function you can have if you don't oh, want to yes. be a costumer. Oh, yes. You can actually have, there's things they can take, take part yes. in. Okay. Yes, yes. Awesome. And, then, and then to build the costume, if you look on our forms, they'll have what's basically a checklist. Okay. If you want to build Obi-Wan Kenobi from Episode 2, you find that checklist and it says tunic should be this. You know, tabard should be this. Leather belt should look like this. Okay. And as you're building your costume, just kind of reference that and make okay. sure you're getting close, you know, and, and at the end of it, you'll have the entire costume. So if, if somebody were to come to you as like a noob and never done this before, mm-hmm. and they, uh, uh, some, is there, are you guys, is there somebody willing to mentor them into where can I find the materials to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all in. Can you guys walk me through and help me where to find this stuff? Yeah, fortunately, um, we are into it so much that there's most costumes we have either done or we know somebody or we know somebody who knows somebody who's done them. Right. And so those resources are there. A lot of them are on the webpage. A lot okay. of them are people have, you know, themselves. Okay. So if someone came to see and said, you know, I want to really do this costume of this character, we could probably steer them in the right direction. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, again, go to www.rebellegion.com. Uh, come see them at their events. Um, come out today. Come yeah, out yes. today. Uh, yeah. We have, you know, the rest of the day Tickets today goes till 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we will be out here tomorrow. They will be out here tomorrow yes. uh, between 10 and 5. Mm-hmm. Come meet their group. Come meet Don. He's got a lot of information. They have a great table. Um, this is a, a great group to join. Is that the Millennium Falcon? That is, yeah. Come get your picture in front yes. of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, Come awesome. get your picture made. And I, they I, also I have people over there that can give you the same information. Don, thank you so much oh, for joining us yes. and yes. giving this information on your group. Thank you, and guys. And we will be back. We're back. Uh, we have Steve and Clark with the Tennessee Ghostbusters. What's in the going on? What's up? What's up? Hey, what's going hey on, guys. guys? What's up, man? How are you enjoying the ICCC? So, so good so far. It's been fantastic so, so far. Yeah, we this is an amazing time. event. This is our first time here at this event. Awesome, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you're with the Tennessee Ghostbusters. Can you uh, walk us through uh, this group and walk the line, you mean? Yes, walk <laughs> yeah. the line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve, you should probably start this out. You've you been here longer than me. so well, A little bit. Uh, so we're, uh, we're the Tennessee Ghostbusters. We're a local costuming group. We have uh, movie-accurate uh, flight suits and uh, gear and proton packs, the whole deal. Uh, and we uh, have a couple of ectos we as do. well. One parked oh, out nice. front. The soul collectors out front. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's nice. My, my personal ride. My personal ride. Oh, nice. Yeah. You might see that driving around Nashville. That's his daily yeah, it's driver. It's my daily driver. Is it really? really? I did it for a weekend. Like yeah. T- two years going now. It's still on there. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. That's pretty That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. It's awesome. That's awesome. Do people try to, like, stop you? Oh, it's terrible. When you're oh, at a stoplight, hey, can I it's, just... It's the interstate. The, the, <laughs> the cell phone, they're looking back yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. They're like, on the brakes. Yeah. They're blocking three lanes. Does, uh, so you cause lause wrecks. Oh, yeah. Under. Light sounds. We got it all going. the siren going. So if you want to go through a stoplight, you know. Pop <laughs> a quick U-turn here and yeah. there. There you go. Get out of the way. So with the Tennessee Ghostbusters, are you a part of a larger group, or is this just local to Tennessee? 
every state has their own group pretty much yeah at least so, one group every state has at least one group tennessee has two or got, three yeah, we now Smoky mountain tennessee yeah. ghostbusters memphis. memphis has got a group now okay yeah. and they all that's have their cool. own patches i'm not going to see our logo but if you ever but, show that up there but. but they're like the smoky mountain so they're like branches of the tennessee right. ghostbusters so they, you have your main one and they're like a break off of yours yeah they got so big they were part of us oh okay okay. they made their own so tennessee's really really long state so yeah it is is. hard to do all the events all over the place so they handle a lot of events out uh, out east on smoky mountains gatlinburg things like knoxville Knoxville. yes Uh, events that come up out there they'll usually be the the main ghostbuster presence and sometimes we'll show up and we'll uh, crash the party yeah (laughs) there you go you start singing in the neighborhood and then the kids are like he man well they're always like man they're like they're like who you gonna call like somebody else (laughs) (laughs) please call me they're like who you gonna call call we are we're gonna call ourselves (laughs) touche yeah touche so how can people uh join your group so reach out to us on facebook our facebook page is the the best place to find us right now yeah um if you see one of our cards, we've got a phone number you can call and uh, leave a message and leave, we'll, uh, we'll call leave, you back. Leave a great message. We get some pretty wild messages. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> we'll, also yeah. take, we'll also leave all that information up. Yeah, on we'll tag it on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. So nice. walk us through what kind of like basic guidelines you have for somebody who wants to join your group. What, would they, what kind of things do they have to look for? Uh, costume requirements, stuff like that. What right. were the guidelines? Uh, new members have to be at least 18. Yep. No, okay. We're not, uh, mm-hmm. we're not like a child care kind of organization. Right. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta be at least You're not a, a babysitter? No, <laughs> no, no. Slimer's, <laughs> Slimer's uh, plenty for us. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Yeah, 18 and over. Uh, just uh, all we really require you to have is a flight suit. Uh, okay. You can get the, uh, the pistol belt online yep. and uh, the patches. Yeah, get, a, get an arm okay. patch. Once you're a member, you'll get the Tennessee Ghostbuster patch. But uh, just to join, all you need is the flight suit, the belt, maybe some boots. Okay, and yeah, uh, okay. and a patch for your arm. Yeah. So, what kind of events do you guys take place in? Like, do y'all? I mean, is it just uh, conventions, cons, or do you have your host your own events or birthday parties? Yeah. No, no birthday. <laughs> I wasn't no going to go there. No birthday party. <laughs> hey, I have to ask, man. Yeah. So that's out for my birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Like, you know. Now, if you want to have a birthday Darn. party here, in a convention, <laughs> oh, and we're happy okay, to be there, absolutely. we'll sing happy birthday to you. Sweet. But, uh, no, we do a lot of like comic conventions, parades, uh, a lot of walks. Okay. Um, Assuming you do Dragon events. Con. Oh yeah, man. That, I was laid out for a week after that. Just, <laughs> my voice I've seen some now, of the pictures. My voice is just now back from that. So. Just because he wow. was working so hard. Oh yeah, there. yeah. That's he was he was worn yeah. out. I'm sure. Yeah, you. Really yeah. It's a part. It's that work yeah. ethic. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't think they even allow alcohol no. at Dragon no, Con. No, no, really. Never. No, yeah. no. That's a, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the parade though is. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. No, the parade is the best, man. I mean, you've you've got to do the parade at least once. It's it's a rush. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, we Dragon Con has been one of the cons that we've been wanting to go to so yeah. so bad. But it's always on. It always it's like Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep, my work knows I'm going. Every so it's year, like so. it's that one that you forget because it's on a holiday. Yeah. And, and I'm cool, like, oh. Yeah. And the cool thing about Dragon Con with the Ghostbusters, all the Ghostbusters, that's where they meet up. All over the oh, state. All over okay. The state. Oh, that's amazing. We, we, we had a guy from New Zealand come out this year. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah, so so I was going to ask if you travel to meet other groups from other uh, states or maybe even other countries. So that's Yeah, that's I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so. Whenever we can. I know uh, L.A. was a big meetup yep. this year, too, with the uh, fan fest yeah, that they had out okay. there. Sony. That was pretty cool. You guys ever go to, like, New York Comic Con or anything? I've never been to New York Comic Con. That's on my bucket list, though. 
it's a good one. Yeah, I you guys play here. You guys play should here. give it a try. Yeah. And you're a part of a parades and stuff like yeah. that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Like, I, I have to ask. Uh, this is something I've wanted to ask members of Tennessee, or not Tennessee, but Ghostbuster groups. Right. Um, so, I, I'm guessing you've seen the documentary Ghost Heads. Yeah. So, is that a politically correct term for Ghostbuster fans? Is I mean, a ghost that, head? that's what that's that's the, the people call us that. Yeah, Ghost Heads. Call you Ghost so, Heads. Yeah. So, is it is that accurate as to how? Uh, Ghostbuster fans. It, some some are more of the charity side. Some are more for the attention side. Which the okay, yeah, okay. Too, so that makes um, sense. Okay, yeah. uh, we're, so we're a little both. You know, you're a little we have, both. We have fun, but we like helping out the charities too. So. Okay. Yeah, have you awesome. gone to the fire station in nope, New York not, yet? Not yet. I've been no. there. Oh, yeah. oh have you? I've, I've been, been to Ghostbuster Mecca. Yep. I was, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, a few years ago, it was it was That's pretty cool. awesome. You got the whole tour. Did all that stuff. I didn't go the, in. Yeah. Didn't go in. But uh, the, uh, the Ghostbusters two signs inside of the uh, the firehouse. Oh, yeah, they still have it there. That's on our bucket list as well. We're gonna make. Let us know when you go. We'll we'll meet you out there. Oh, awesome. Set it up. Yeah, we're out with you guys. You guys, um, if somebody wants to join your group, and like I know my friend Matt here mm-hmm. loves the proton pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. proton pack is not a toy, though. Yes, it's not. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Yeah. Do you guys help new members? Yeah, of course. Find one, yeah. help build. Do you guys build them, or yeah. do you try to find them online? Uh, uh, most of the ones we build are custom built. You know, mm-hmm. There's, the there's so many it. different ways to make them, and we have tutorials on our Facebook page. You can message oh, us, we'll show how to do it. Right. That's yeah. cool. And that's there are cool. part kits online that you can buy that they'll ship all the parts to you, and you put them together yourself. Okay. Do you give uh, like, Do you kid. give any kind of classes or any stuff, anything like that to we, put the stuff together? We, uh, we have it, but we do build parties for the group that we okay. members uh-huh. go in. And we so new members come in, yeah. you get gathered together, and yeah. you know you got your kits, and we'll we'll Definitely. work with you and help yeah. you out. That's really cool. It's fun, man. Making a pack. I made six of them so far, and it's oh it's, nice. It's fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So Phil's how our big builder? Yeah. So how psyched are you about the new movie coming yes. out? I'm super pumped, man. Can't Looking wait. To Hopefully it. we get to go out to LA. <clears throat> go score. Let us out there. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it in next year on the red carpet or green oh, carpet. Amazing. But you guys were so. sad that Ernie Hudson had to cancel, huh? Oh, hopefully, man, hopefully yeah. he's making that movie right that's now. That's what we said. That's, we what, like, that's, what, that's what we were talking goes. about. Yeah. I mean, that, that's fine, man. I want him go to go make in that it. movie. I'd yes. love to meet yeah. you, but go yes. make that Ernie's movie. I'd rather have the movie. Ernie's awesome. All right, guys. So we have Steve and Clark here from the Tennessee Ghostbusters. Come down to the ICCC. They have a large booth over there. They got proton packs. They got information about how to get in touch with them they got stuff um they're giving away uh you could also uh go to their website uh tn-gb.com yep. uh you can email them at tennessee ghostbusters at gmail.com guys thank y'all so much yes, for yes. Having us. man appreciate we're, we're, we're huge ghostbusters fans and we've been trying to get you know yeah. it's hard to get you know well, you got the best group on. So Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so. We're, we're done. We're done for it. the day. We're, we're out. We're we're never top this. <laughs> well, when the movie comes out, we would like to do an, an, a whole show yeah. on it and have you guys yeah, come man. on. We really would. Contact. We really yeah, want to get with you movie. guys and let's maybe do like a preliminary right before. You know, if you guys are in town, and, right. you know, you know, I don't want to mess with any kind of yeah. big yeah, schedules man, you have going on, but that would be really cool to put that together. Come down, visit their booth, and get the information of joining the Tennessee Ghostbusters. And uh, they'll, they'll be here today till 8, tomorrow till five, yep. 10 till 5. Uh, thank you all again so much, and we will yes. be right back. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys.
We're back. Hello. The Eclectic Collective. We're here with Susan Dapolito. Correct. Oh, I got it on the first try. You did. Good job. You're doing so good. Creator of the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. I'm not the creator. Not I'm the just creator? the den mom of the Tennessee chapter. We're worldwide. Den mom. Thank ah, you for the correction. Tom, Tom Hutchins. The Tennessee chapter. Tom Hutchins over in North Carolina founded us uh, back, back about a little more than eight years ago. Awesome. Well, tell us uh, how you got started with this club. We have been, my husband and I have been lifelong uh, nerds and theater kids and all of the above. And we actually met when I was directing uh, fight shows at a Renaissance festival. And he was one of the guys that auditioned. Oh, wow. And we we were buddies for a few years before we looked at each other one day and went, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) We actually happen to be the opposite sex. And you're, let's not just game tonight. Let's go to, you know, and our friends were like, no. So, um, but yeah, ner- nerddom, and it's the same friends back then. That was 20 years ago, and yeah, we all at Middle Tennessee is just nerd family. Yeah, uh, just been a part of that forever. And so, Star Wars was a natural fit. And when the the Mando merch came around, after um, everyone knows Vader's fist, the 501st, and we yeah. love them. Right. And those were those amazing guys that just decided when we didn't know we were ever going to have anything more than the first three movies. Mm-hmm. These guys went out and built stormtroopers and yeah, and made right. a fan film and did all this stuff when nobody was doing that kind of thing. Yep. So they put it together and were like, hey, we can you know we can visit kids in the hospital. This would be really cool. Yeah. So uh, later on down the road, it you know as it worked out, you know the people wanted to do the rebel characters. Well, they're obviously not Vader's. So it's like, well, you need a rebel legion. And it's right, like, well, we want right. to do Mandos, but there's only two Mando characters. It would be weird to have a whole club of just that. Right. But, you know, we would like to do some of the ones from the comic books and the stuff. Okay. And so they were like, okay, well, we need just one just for Mandos. And now we also have, like, Dark Empires there for the, the Sith custom. Mm, uh, okay. the, the Jedis have one for custom Jedi. Okay. So, you know, it, no matter what you love in the Star Wars universe oh, now, yes. you now you have a club because, you know, originally it was like, well, if I can't wear a Stormtrooper, right. I'm a little short for a Stormtrooper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So walk us through how some people can join your uh, join this club, the Mandalorian Merch. You can join no matter where you are. Uh, we are a worldwide club now. Um, we are one of the 503 style charities. We were a C3, and right now they're they're redoing it with Disney because when Disney came in and bought LFL, mm-hmm. they wanted all the clubs to standardize, and we're all autonomous. Oh, okay. so so okay. we're restructuring that, but we are recognized globally as a charity uh, fraternal organization. Okay, and we have we've got members down in South America. We've got an amazing plan in Russia. Um, we've got Brussels in the, you know, just nice. all over Europe. England is amazing. Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we're all over the world and just go online and uh, do a search for Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. Okay. Okay. Then we have a forum. You can sign up on the forum. <coughs> Every region is broken down geographically. So just find the, the, the club, you know, regional yeah. clubs and find where you are and you'll get the people nearest to you. But, you know, I, the guy that helped me most when I was building my kit because there weren't people locally that I could get to. Mm-hmm. So we'd see him in, you know, Atlanta at Dragon Con. And then it was like, well, we want to build this. And we knew, you know, we'd been prop builders and stuff before. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was really challenging, you know, because you're just like, this, I've never done anything like this. The guy that helped me most actually lived in Australia because oh, wow. I'm, okay. I'm a night owl. 
So, yeah. you know, I'd be on the forums asking questions and the person answering me fastest was, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, and, and I finally got to meet them at Celebration. It's like, oh, I, I, and nice. it was like such a thrill. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we, it was like, you helped me build my kit. Yeah. And I've never gotten to actually see you in person. And then Celebration's great because Dave Filoni, oh, uh, yeah. you know, with Rebels, yeah. he comes to our private party. Okay. And oh, wow. has from the beginning. And he loves the Mandalorians. And he's like, you know, you guys, he's like, some of the stuff you see, the crazy stuff, it's because I've seen you all do that when the doors are shut. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's just, that's why we love it. But yeah. um, go online, sign up, and then we would love, love for people to get more involved with us. Walk us through the guidelines. As somebody who wanted to join your club, mm-hmm. what yes. what are the, the simple guidelines they have to follow to become a part of the, part the of your... The only thing that you have to do uh, for the Mandos is that you do have to be 18 years of age okay. to be an official member. Um, now, kids can be, if you have a parent who's an official member, then you can be the junior member. Okay. And then if, you, if you're a kid that doesn't have parents who are members, but you're just into it, we have an online um, uh, academy okay. that, that oh, okay. basically you like sign up and it gives you little you know tasks to do every week. It's like, oh, you know, this cool. week, you know, a good Mando would, you know, help mom do this or whatever. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. um, so, yeah, we have that to keep them interested. Yeah. Um, but you have to be 18 years of old and then you have to build uh, a Mando kit suit of armor that meets the specifications of the club which we call the crls which, okay. which is you know just what you have to do to meet requirements but i have built an approvable kit for a custom mando for 150 dollars uh a boba fett or a Django Fett, if you get it all the way to exact screen accurate, I think our Django Fett, who is perfect, he has an identical. He just got the last piece. Okay, oh, nice. seven thousand dollars is Ooh. what he has spent. Ah. So ah, my wallet's ah. hurt. My ha- wallet's on fire. Have you got a hundred and fifty dollars in a couple of uh, those big tubs that you buy the bucket at, at Home Depot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Okay, yeah. the Homer bucket yeah. and a bike helmet yeah, yeah. and a little bit of out. yeah, a little yeah. little bit of plastic. I got you. I got you and Goodwill. Okay. It, so so you know now if you want to if you want to do the more fancy kits anywhere up from there. Okay, so you guys will mentor and walk. We people absolutely through. walk you through every. Okay. As a matter of yeah. fact, that is required because when you sign up, you have to start a, uh, a work in process thread. Right. So okay. we want you to tell us and talk to us about everything because you can go online and get really, really ripped off on eBay. And do I assume right. that? Yeah. And do I assume that at the point that you finish your costume, that's when you will qualify for becoming an official member? Yes. Every, every region has. Um, we've got a person that's just our, our costume officer. So I'm uh, and sure. I'm I'm actually uh, I'm I'm our chapter president and we call that an Alarad. Okay. And then okay. uh, we have our my basically vice president lieutenant is PR and everything like that. Okay. And then we have one person that does nothing but help you get your costume up to snuff nice. and maintain it, upgrade it, repair it. Yeah, okay. So that's, that, that's the three officers that every chapter has. Some of the huge chapters that have like 200 people yeah. have more stuff but so I have to ask the one that built the seven thousand dollar outfit. How long did he spend to do that? He's been working on it about five years. Okay. So yeah, That's still I yeah. could I could handle that over five years. The, That's the not initial too bad. the initial buy in was just right at three thousand dollars though. Oh and Because wow. and he actually he did opt for um, the coal cast aluminum plates and you can build that out of the Centro, which is a fraction of the cost. So I think to get a Django, if you're if you want a Django or a Boba screen accurate. Um, you're going to spend at least a thousand dollars, and okay. you're going to have to hunt. And it's like we say: there's three ways you can do it. You can do it fast, you can do it perfect, or you can do it cheap. Ah, Pick okay. two of those because. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I've been building my Mandalorian armor. My favorites are from the Clone Wars. Yes. Like, 
<clears throat> the Death Watch. Yes. That's the kind of Mandalorian with the gun holsters on the side. I love that. I've been building mine now for like three years, and I'm not even close. <laughs> oh, and, and I've got like three or four kits that I've been working on since the day you get approved. You've already got your other work in progress oh, for your yeah, next I'm kit. Sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And there's and I didn't even know until I joined because I read some of the comic books, but I didn't even know about like the the very early Crusader that have the real like you know dragon bone armor oh, and yeah. stuff. It's, yes. I don't know if you've seen some of those. Yeah. A couple of the, the members of this clan that were the original founders before I came along built two of those kits. Wow. And I was like, oh, wow. okay, that's the... I was like, I didn't even... I never saw that. Yeah. I'm a big Star Wars. <laughs> like, that's a lot. The universe is getting big. So, yeah, we have a... It doesn't matter what you like. There, there's That's the good thing about the Mandos is because Mandalore was... You know, it's like, here's a whole group you know universe of people that it's everyone so you can be anything you want to because obviously yeah. it's like here's a whole planet of people what do you want to be right yeah. yeah right so do you expect your numbers to grow now oh. that the mandalorian show is coming out i'm yeah. actually frightened because it's gonna be i mean that's that's why we're out here doing this right now right because it's like oh man they're coming it's like oh no Oh no, word got out. Yeah. Because we've we're actually the stealth ones. Most people don't. I mean, people know we're there even that do cons. They think we're like part of the five hundred first. They don't realize we're two completely separate organizations. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. give us uh, your uh, website one more time for those listening. Um, I'm not going to quote the exact website because I might Facebook, get it wrong. Twitter. But yeah, Facebook or Twitter. All you got to do is a Mandalorian Merc Costuming Club. Okay. That's us. All right. And uh, MMCC. Okay. We'll is also it, use is results. Is Merc or Mercs? Uh, Mercs. Mandalorian Mercs. <laughs> I just want right to make sure. <laughs> hey guys, find this group. If you've come, if you come down to the ICCC today, to late yes. tomorrow from ten to five, come to this booth, Mandalorian Mercs Costume they have Club. Some really cool helmets. Really cool helmets. Yeah, they do. Including oh one they let me stand on. Yes. Because yes. it's made of complete the custom, metal. Uh, yes, it metal. is steel. It, it, it is made dude. by a, a steel blacksmith up in Toronto, Canada, that builds, like, cars and buildings and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's That's a serious amazing. dude. Amazing. Thank you, gentlemen, so yes. much. Thank you. And, uh, and we thanks for we want all the Mandos. We want them all to come out. For those listening, come down, visitor booth. Come talk to Susan personally. She will get you started on, uh, on specifics on how to get your Mandalorian armor started and join their group. Thank you so much, Susan, for uh, coming and sitting and talking with us and uh, spreading the word about yes. the Mandalorians. Star Wars. May your life. numbers grow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We and, will be back. And, and I'm I'm a friend of the, the Allies, so I will say may the force be with you may the force force be be with you you. um and and this this con are you kidding me i that i it's like a museum i know i I would like i'm you know we we show up we're i'm the help (laughs) because right i i would pay like good ticket price museum money just to look at these booths so if you gentlemen will pardon me i'm gonna go look some more no go right right into you out there all right guys we will be right back We're back, the Eclectic Collective on bonus levels. We're here with Jared with Extra Life Gaming Charity. How's it going, man? It's going. How are you guys today? Good. Great. Good. Good. Great. You enjoying Loving the, the IC, man? Man, having a great time. This is our first time out um, and, and just really enjoying the atmosphere. It's been a great experience so far. 
Awesome. Tell us about uh, the uh, gaming charity that you have over here. I know you work with uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah. So Extra Life is a international gaming uh, organization charity uh, that was started in 2008. Um, since its inception, it's actually raised over $50 million for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, that includes over $13 million that was raised last year alone. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's awesome, and, man. And so gamers from all over the country come together uh, to raise money for their respective hospital. Uh, here in Nashville, of course, we raise for Vanderbilt Children's Hospital. Um, this is our fourth year in the Nashville area. Uh, two years ago, we made a pledge to the hospital for $100,000 to go towards the new pediatric oncology ward that's currently under construction. So one of the 17,000 cranes you see in the skyline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom, and Nashville hit a It's a huge boom of, right of, now. Of, of All right. Construction. Right, right. And so we're about 70% of the way there, hoping to finish it out this year. Okay. Uh, so basically the way that it is is you can go to the website uh, extra-life.org and you can sign up to play games as either an individual or as a part of a group. Um, and the beautiful thing about it is you do it at your own pace. There is uh, no... You, you set your own limit. You do what you want to do. Okay. Uh, and and right. so you can be as active or, or hands-off as you want to be. Okay. Um, so... Uh, personally, myself, this is my sixth year with the organization. I mm-hmm. uh, had a great time with it. Last year, I raised a little over $2,000 on my own okay. uh, and, and decided that I wanted to go bigger, wanted to go better. Okay. Um, I personally set a goal this year for 5000 on myself, okay. uh, to which if I hit that much, I'm going to do a total body wax from... Oh, tip wow. to toe. On $5,000? $5, I, I know you guys can't see it. He's sporting a nice beard, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Does that mean the beard's going to go, too? Yes. So wow. everything except for the eyelashes will leave my body. Uh, <laughs> and I actually The eyebrow? The eyebrows will be gone, too. Ooh, I'm actually this. going to live stream the entire thing, with the exception of the unmentioned. Well, oh, yeah, of, of course. Uh, you could just have the audio going. Exactly. <laughs> You're <just screaming laughs> torture. Because that would... Uh, that's going to be a little bit painful. I'm oh, sure. Steve Carell. Oh, I can imagine the Steve Carell scene going on. <laughs> right? um, so a couple other things that I have going. I, I, I've set a goal for $1,500. I'm going to dye my hair whatever color Facebook tells me to. Okay. And then at $3,000, uh, if I can hit that before Halloween, I'm going to do a Halloween live stream in an American flag bikini. Oh. <laughs> wow. Because what better way to drum support than to do something both embarrassing and painful? That's a lot way to do it. That's dedication right there, brother. you got to solo for the charity game. And, and so it, it's a fun way to give back. You know, I've never had to use the services of the Children's Hospital, but I have two daughters, and it's comforting to know that those services are there, and yes. it's a great way to give back to the community. Yes. Uh, and, and again, so the way that you go about it, you sign up for an account on uh, the Extra Life website, and then you can either choose to um, stay as an individual or become part of a, a greater collective. You could join the Extra Life Nashville Guild. Yeah. Um, there are companies here within town that have their own corporate teams, like Dell, who is one of our big sponsors. Okay. Uh, they have their own corporate team. Okay. Okay. Um, so I see on your card you have four levels here. Are these in on the fourth level? 
you have a game day on November 3rd. Tell us a little bit about game day. So the first weekend uh, in November every year, there's a 24-hour, technically it's 25 because daylight saving uh, time, mm-hmm. so uh, a 25-hour gaming marathon that we live stream. And that takes that, that actually happens all across the nation with all the different nice. guilds that are going on. Okay. Um, that is the big push towards the fundraising goal okay uh, for whatever your collective individual or or group may go for okay um and and so uh i do believe it's actually the second and third this year is is the the dates um so in the past we've had it where it was kind of an open event to Mm -hmm. where anybody could come and hang out and just have a good time uh, this year, we, we've made the decision to kind of make it more of an exclusive event. Yes. Okay. Um, so the way that when you sign up for your account, the way that it works is you can either have a free account or you can be a platinum member, okay. uh, which is a $20 buy-in, but you get bigger perks to be a platinum member. So okay. if you hit $200, you get this year's T-shirt, yeah. okay. whatever the That's design cool. is. All right. uh, when you hit $500, you get a silver medal. When you hit 1000 you get a gold medal. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so this year, what we're doing doing is anybody who has hit the $200 uh, platinum mark, uh, you will be invited to our event and the top 20 streamers are going to then be placed onto different teams mm-hmm. and we're going to make the teams be pitted against each other wow. for those 25 hours. Okay. Um, okay. So it's okay. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can actually find us on uh, Facebook, Extra Life Nashville Guild. Uh, we're on Discord. Um, and Twitter for at Extra Life Nashville. I also see that you have volunteer training. So those uh, who want to be a part of this, they can uh, join uh, through the website as well to help and build this uh, with volunteership. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, the way that the volunteer works is uh, one of the things that I I took the initiative on when we started this guild here in Nashville is I wanted to do game day with the kids to where I could take some of my consoles down to the hospital once a month, yeah. set them up, and the kids that were healthy enough to come down from their room to play mm-hmm. could come down. Um, and, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to the children's hospital, but uh, the, the butterfly stage is right across from the food court. Yeah. So that's where I would set up. And then parents who were needing to get some food could you know come over, sit down, and let the, their other children just kind of play, and, and everybody have a, a moment to breathe and relax because sure. there's yeah. so much stress that's happening to these families and and it's it's um you know these kids were unfortunately dealt a bad hand and anything that we can do to kind of break that tension for even an hour or two is is my goal in life and that's the one thing i love about saint jude is you don't pay a dime when you go the families Mm-hmm. And the uh, I work for Fox 17, and we've given away the St. Jude Dream Home for years now, and it's so awesome to be a part of those that that charity. That's my charity, to, my go-to charity whenever I do something charitable. Yes, because that you don't pay, you don't pay anything. Parents don't. The treatment's free. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing charity. And that's one of the things I do love about Extra Life is because 100% of the money goes to the hospital of your choice. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we're not lining a CEO's pockets. We're not taking anything from it. We don't see a dime. That's okay. amazing. And so whether it's life-saving treatments, new equipment, new facilities, um, that's where your money goes to. So, okay. so awesome. you, you can take comfort in knowing that when you donate to Extra Life, 
your money is going directly to these kids. Okay, um, that's uh, awesome. You know, one of the biggest uh, fundraising groups for Extra Life as a whole, I would say, is Rooster Teeth, based out of Austin, Texas. Um, they have they they play for uh, Dell Children's Hospital in, okay. in in Austin, and like this last year, they built a. Uh, uh, a children's uh, garden area to, to, so the kids could go out and play and just kind of have a nice place to relax. And so it, it's things like that that really drive home the, the, the amount of good that this organization can do. Yes. And, uh, you know, and, and being that they can choose gives them, a, a, you know, a, a participation within this. Uh, you know, some kind of control and not feeling so. It's like that could be a comfort thing for those um, yes. who are uh, attending the extra life. So, those of you uh, listening live, come down. This is an amazing charity. It's a fun way to give back uh, and give to those that are um, you know struggling within you know children's hospitals. This is something that is really needed. But not only that, we really want to see Jared bald from head to toe <laughs> yes uh so let's let's get down here let's help the children let's get jared bald from head to toe absolutely want, you gotta see that beard go you gotta see it go <laughs> and last year that's what i did i actually shaved the beard and mustache for the first time and i was clean shaven for the first time in over eight years and i actually had to set my two-year-old next to me so that she could see that it was still daddy oh, <laughs> wow. and, and when i took that razor she started saying no daddy don't put it back and i'm like <laughs> oh, it's too oh, late baby man. it's too late so uh yeah uh bald from tip to toe eyebrows gone the only thing that will be on me will be my eyes eyelashes uh, man so, so uh, go to extra life nashville on facebook you can uh get information there go to the website can you give us the website one more time yeah it's extra hyphen life.org okay. um and if if you are uh generous enough that you want to donate directly to my page instead of uh, anybody else uh you can search for me uh my name is jared bedwell it's j-a-r-r-a-d-b-e-d-w-e-l-l Yes. Okay. And look up the information for their event coming November 2nd and 3rd. Yep. Um, this is an amazing charity, guys. You, you know, this is a good way to help those kids. Yeah. Uh, and yes, also come down if you're at the ICCC or on your way to the ICCC, stop by their booth, uh, Extra Life booth over by uh, Tennessee Ghostbusters. Um, get their card. If you need their email, it's extralifenashville at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to them and help them out with getting more events, Jared, thank you so much for being on our yes, show, man. This you. is an yes. amazing charity, and uh, we would like to work with you in the future to build this up, member. Absolutely, brother. send us the send us your direct link, your personal link, and uh, we're going to help work you uh, work with you to promote that, and we're going to get you to that five thousand dollars. We're going to get it there, man. Guys, I really appreciate you uh, letting me come on and, and pitch this. Uh, one more quick thing, yeah, uh, sure. For everybody sure. that's in the local area listening, yeah. Um, this coming Thursday, the nineteenth, okay, uh, we have partnered with Granite City. Food and Brewery in Franklin okay, uh, okay. to do an event called Dine to Donate. Uh, Granite City okay. has been gracious enough that if you come to their uh, their restaurant for dine-in or carry-out on Thursday uh, and mention Extra Life, Charity, Vanderbilt, basically anything that would would vaguely hint at what you're there for, yep. 20% of your total bill will be donated to That's oh, awesome. Nice. Can you and say so, the restaurant one more time? Yes, it's Granite City Food and Brewery. Granite off, City. Uh, McEwen Drive. Granite, right. si- Granite City Food, Food and, and Brewery, Brewery. Yep. Um, this thurs- this coming Thursday. Yep. Get down yes. there and eat like crazy. And yes. uh, let's get this total up. We're going to 
we're gonna get you there, man. We're gonna <laughs> we want to see this. I am I am both grateful and terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we want. That's the ending note. Thank you so much, Jared. And so guys, much, we guys. will be back. Here we go again, the Eclectic Collective back at it. We have Brian DeGuire here. Thanks for joining us, man. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, he is an illustrator and a really amazing illustrator. We walked over to his booth, and he's got these uh, vintage uh, collections uh, card backs here. We, I got a. If you go on our uh, Facebook, I posted some pictures of these cards. These are his business cards, and they are pretty fantastic <laughs> just so to be cool. some business cards. <laughs> I mean, they look like they're reminiscent of like uh, action figure yes, backs. That card yeah, back, those card toy backs. card backs. Uh, yeah, they, if you look on the Facebook, there's a BB-8, uh, a Wald, and a Jawa. Um, so, tell us a little about yourself, man, and uh, how you got started in the illustration game. Um, well, I've been, I guess, doing this officially, I guess, since about 2010, give or take. Um, I started off with sketch cards, so working for uh, Tops, doing Star Wars. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so... I, I guess I was always a collector, Star yeah. Wars collector. I collected art a lot, you know, went to the celebrations and bought a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. And then um, with the sketch cards, once I started collecting them, I was like, you know, I'm going to actually just start drawing some of these for myself for fun. Posted that stuff online. Eventually, you know, people started asking me for certain things and then worked up the courage to actually go to one of the Star Wars celebrations. I forget what year it was, but in Orlando. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, uh, no. Well, I was at that one, but way back in the day. Way back in the day. And, uh, yeah, showed some stuff to Tops and uh, did quite a few sets with them over the years. Um, But, yeah, then that led to uh, actually the last three celebrations I've actually had an exclusive print um, at those shows. So oh, oh nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, the first one was uh, in uh, Europe, London. So that was 2016. Uh, and then 2017, I did Orlando. Um, I had a Jabba's Palace print there. And then I was in Chicago earlier this year with a, with a pod racing print. So, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Which, uh, hard to believe 20 years since uh, that movie came out. I know, right? I know, right? It's crazy. So do you have an ICCC print that you can only get here? I don't. No. No, no. I've actually got some of the exclusives uh, okay. from, you know, that I st- didn't sell out of at uh, the celebration. So got some of those. Got a lot of original art, sketch cards, stuff like that um, okay. that I'm selling. So okay. do you have any books or have you worked with anybody and, and uh, did illustration in books? Are you working I, your way towards that? I have not. So, um, you know, I again, it started out with sketch cards. I've done prints. Um, you know, I've done these things. So actually the card backs that, that you have, I had those at Star Wars Celebration because the one in Orlando, I worked with the 501st. Um, both in Chicago and yeah. in Orlando, doing their uh, art for the Droid Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then just wanted to do something with them because you know it's such a cool organization. And okay. so we did the we did a series of card backs that looked just like those. So yeah. I'll send you guys a picture of those ones. But um, it was five of those at Orlando, and people seemed to like them so much that I was like, well, I'm going to do some as business cards this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't idea. see how these could not be popular just because, <laughs> right. you know, the vintage collection, you know, card uh, Everyone carded toys those. are coming back right. like full, you know, 
full return. You know, it's these are amazing. As soon as I saw them, they're eye catching. <laughs> yeah, they're, yes, they are. They're and, fun to do. Yeah, and like you know, you could get them signed if you know yep. you know the people that have played these characters. You know, uh, Andy Hurd, he was a job over there. You can yep. go by and get one of these cards yeah. and get yep. Andy Hurd yep. to Definitely. sign it. Yep. Um, and then you can get uh, Brian DeGuire's uh, information on the back. He's uh, If you want to reach him, uh, he's got DeGuireBrian at Yahoo.com. You got a Facebook, or yep. Um, yep. so can people reach out to you to uh, get stuff drawn? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff is just at Brian DeGuire Art. Um, okay. But yeah, um, follow me there, and that's where I'll post anything that I have, any shows or anything coming up. But okay, uh, but yeah, definitely. I people reach out all the time. I'm always happy to do something one off if you know. If I don't have anything that you like. I, yeah. I'm always happy to draw Star Wars. So. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so. you have a website that people can buy your stuff on? Um, I do Etsy. I do. I have a store. Oh, Etsy. Etsy. Yeah. So okay. I, have some stuff there okay. As well. I don't think it's on the card, but um, but yeah, that's that's the uh, same thing. Brian DeGuire art. But so they can go to Etsy. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So they can go to Etsy and just look up Brian DeGuire yeah. art and then find your stuff. Yeah. Any plans to go to a celebration in Anaheim next year? Uh, I mean, I'm hopeful. <laughs> so, uh, Where us three are actually going. Very cool. We went yeah. to Orlando in 2017, me and Matt. Yeah. Did we were very, 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 too many varies upset with ourselves that we didn't make it yeah. out to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. It was it was great. I mean, they're always such a blast. I mean, it's, it's you know, just to be out there and just interact with, with so many yes. star, other Star Wars fans nice. and, you know, whether you're there as a as a vendor or you know with a with an with an art print, uh, it's yeah. still it's still great to go just to chat with people. And I'm a, like I haven't been yet to any of them, but um, and I can't go next year because I already have another vacation plan. But I'm shooting for 2021 though. I want to go. It's it's, it's a, another it's level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's an yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan, it's it's it takes your fandom to another level that you didn't know you had. Yes. Yeah, I think it's and it's cool to the stories that you hear from people because like, so the the first two prints I did, I did a Cantina print in 2016, and then I did a Jabba's Palace print in at Orlando, um, because that's what I, I grew up with those. You know, I remember right. going to see Return um, of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, yeah, exactly. And and so to be able to draw those characters in a print was was super exciting to me. And then even just with Chicago, um, you know, I had so many people coming up to me talking about that, like. You know, my, my parents or my dad took me to see Phantom Menace and like the pod racing scene like totally blew my mind and it's mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. sort of cool to be able to connect with people on that different level of like yeah, really you know, is. so many years later still having those same experiences right. in the theater and connecting to the to the stuff. That's which, what's great about yeah. Star Wars is it's generation. Right. You know, one generation can pass it to another yeah. and another and it's the same thing in, in the actual movies. It's the whole point is it's everything's generation. Well, especially with Disney now, yeah. you know, carrying it on. I mean, we're going to get so much Star Wars content moving forward. Yeah, and I am not mad about it. And I'm not <laughs> mad about it at all. So do you have any uh, big projects you're working on now? Um, nothing right now. Like you said, uh, we got, you know, the next celebration's coming up pretty soon. So, uh, well, I you know, mean, like artwork the, that you might be working on that you might present to the people. Uh, um, I, like, nothing right now. Nothing huge in the pipeline. Uh, again, just a lot of, you know, personal stuff, things like that. You do commissions? Uh, I do. Yep. Yep. Do commissions. All right. So. All right. So we're going to need to, we need to promote you and we need to get yeah. you some commission work. <laughs> so yeah. I, I want to be on a Star Wars uh, card bag. <laughs> I think we could make that happen. But I need to be like uh, 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Brian, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if y'all are me. listening live, 
Uh, the con is open till eight tonight. Come over tomorrow at ten to five. Yes. Come uh, visit Brian DeGuire's, uh booth. Get one he's, of his cool business. Yeah, cards. get one yeah. of these right. cool business he's cards. He's got three right now, and he's got some bookmarks. He's got some posters of his work. Uh, he's got some great stuff. He's a great artist. And DeGuire, thank you so much for being on the show. Right. Thanks, guys. And Enjoy. we will be back. Thank you all for sticking around. Eclectic Collected coming back at you. We have the power duo, Sean and Robert Lamson with us. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you for asking. Glad to be here. Yes, uh, Sean is an author. Are you an illustrator as well or just uh, the writer? Just the writer. Okay. And Robert is the illustrator, uh, animation. Storyboards. 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 And, script uh, writing. Script writing. And you worked with Filmation, I see. I'm Filmation loving stu- the employee badge. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell us about the employee badge here. Well, uh, this is me at age 28, say circa 1987. Okay. Really? I can't tell the difference. The picture looks exactly the <laughs> same. Oh, oh, come on. There's hair on here. My mustache is brown, not gray. What are you talking about hair? Yeah. What, what is that? And uh, and I'm barcoded. On the back, it's barcoded. We had to swipe in and out when we went out for a coffee break or for lunch or we got docked. Oh, wow. <laughs> but... Um, uh, yeah, I was a staff artist at Filmation Studios in the 80s. Started in 1981. And uh, in 1983, we got this project called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Love it. Love and it. I Love was a uh, staff storyboard artist. My job was to interpret the uh, episode scripts visually. Yes. Okay. Create kind of a... Um, Almost like a graphic novel, but basically okay. every shot, every uh, bit of action had to be illustrated. Okay. And so the storyboard artist interprets the written script, and that mm-hmm. becomes the blueprint for production for the rest of the studio. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Now, I did that for um, all of season one of He-Man. Okay. And uh, part of season two of He-Man, but I started getting some scripts I didn't like. Okay. And I said... I get some better ideas than this. And I pitched an idea to the head writer, Arthur Nadell. Okay. And uh, he liked it. It was called Into the Abyss. Uh-huh. And he, uh, uh, so I, I was boarding by day and writing scripts by night. Oh, wow. I wrote a, se- he asked me if I had a second script, and that was a, a story called Not So Blind, in which uh, a blind boy helps He-Man who is temporarily blinded. Okay. okay. I remember okay. that. Episode. And based on that... I was offered a job on the writing staff, and so I finished out second season He-Man and all of first season She-Ra as a staff writer. Nice. Nice. So everybody that knows out there, we're at ICCC. Uh, Come on out to uh, uh, this convention. It's fantastic. At your table, uh, were those some He-Man scripts? That yes. I saw on there were those the ones you took part in writing? Yes, those are the ones I wrote. Oh, those that, that and, is awesome! Uh, uh, I have uh, uh, scripts and I have uh, copies of the storyboards that I did. That is awesome. so amazing. Wow. So, uh, Sean, you said that you are a—I don't know if I'm going to phrase this right—historic fantasy 
writer, historical fantasy writer. Did <laughs> I? It's two I different write, things. No, it's two different you're, things. You're meshing two things together. Yeah, I, I think started I'm, off writing historical fiction. Fiction. Started historical okay. fiction. Right. And then my daughter asked me for a fantasy. Got you. Because I used to, I wrote scripts for Brave Star. Okay. The last series oh. that Filmation did. Okay. And so since I did that, she asked, because uh, she was 13 at the time, she's now 31, and back then there wasn't a whole lot of fantasy. Yeah. Or like Narnia, Lord of the Rings, and such right. like that. So she yeah. said, Mom, can you write me a story? All right. And, well, I, who, what writer doesn't want to take up a challenge? <laughs> well, yeah. So I took up the challenge, and I didn't get but two chapters into it, and she shared it with her friends at school. Okay. And her friends became interested. And her oh. friends came over and started wanting to talk to me about the story. Oh, nice. And so, out of discussions with the friends, Ashley helped to create the rest of the stories that okay. now oh, that is there's like 12 cool. stories for Alon in in the series now, and that all came out of out of that. That's amazing. That's awesome. I'm sorry I got it wrong. I, it, you <laughs> know, it's okay. the end of the day, and my brain is all like, <laughs> is getting fried. So, let's talk about Brave Star for a minute. Yes, so, yes. what was your total involvement on that? And well, I pitched an idea to Arthur Nadell, okay. uh, the head of the writing department, yeah. and he was like, oh, okay, well, I'll give you a shot. At that time, I hadn't done anything professionally, okay. and I guess because I'm Rob's wife, <laughs> he decided to have a little bit of pity on me and said, well, go ahead and, and oh, okay, go ahead. I'll give you a shot. Go ahead and do it. Okay. And so I, I did the first draft and I sent that in. Okay. And he was like, okay, this, this is pretty good. Uh, here's some revisions I want you to do. Okay. And I turned in the revisions and he was like, oh, this is really good. Okay. And he actually confided in Rob later on that he didn't think I'd be able to do it. But oh, I not only really wow. did it, I exceeded what he wanted me to do. Oh, nice. So. Drop the mic. Yeah. He, oh. Exactly. I was, I was surprised because, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm young and I'm getting my, you know, yeah. my first chops at professional writing. writing. Yeah. And so after uh, 3030 goes camping, uh-huh. um, we started talking. Uh, Arthur and I started talking about more scripts for second season, Brave Star. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a few weeks after we started talking about that was when the studio unexpectedly closed. Right, right. So I was going to be brought on as the uh, one of the script writers for Brave Star for the second season. Wow. Man. That's amazing. Wow. Man. So, uh, I, out of my curiosity, what in the historical fiction have you written? Or yeah, that I was going to ask that same question. Too, I like European historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So I wrote one set in the Three Musketeer period. Oh, okay. But it's actually told from the Protestant point of view of what happens with the siege of La Rochelle. Okay. Um, so they're against the Cardinal Richelieu and all that. Yeah. The other historical fiction that I have out is called Glencoe, which is set in Scotland. And it's one about... Uh, one of the most infamous incidents that happened in Scottish history. Okay. Um, if you went to Scotland, being Glen Code is now, you know, what they say when right. something infamous happens. Right. Okay. Uh, it is based upon a true story. The characters are all real. The people are real. The settings are real. I just took it and put it in prose form. Right. Because I found it when we were in Scotland researching Rob's clan. The lamb is from Lamet. 
from Scotland. Oh. Right. So oh, that's nice. how I ran. I so ran across real, that. real people, real, real places, people, and everything. But just places. just a totally fictional story using well, those. It's not. No, the people are real. It's it's. I novelized the story it. The that story. you're telling is, is right, fake, but it's yeah. actually uh, based upon the events and all the the actual people and stuff okay. that's there. In fact. At a uh, convention that we're at, I met two direct descendants from the clans involved. Oh, wow. And this happened in seven, uh, 1692. Yeah. And I'm telling them the history. Oh, and my gosh. What That's the, so the, cool. That Mac- is really cool. The McDonald ordered 15 copies for a clan reunion here in the States. Uh-huh. And the Campbell, who was from New Zealand, but yeah. we met here, yeah. uh, took his family to Scotland because of reading the book. Oh, wow. To Glencoe. Holy cow. Wow. Man, that is amazing. Change so I was like, I'm like, okay, this, this is, you know, blowing my mind. Yeah. That I'm actually meeting the descendants. I mean, yeah. how many authors would do that? Would meet the descendants of right. people that happened, you know, a few hundred right. years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, one that's from crazy. South Carolina, one from New Zealand, meeting in Nashville. <laughs> I know, and not only me- meeting them, but being able to teach them about teach them about their their, 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 heritage. their heritage. Yeah, that is amazing. So. The amazing I, thing was also the uh, uh, Colin Campbell, who was the. He walked up. He says, "I want to personally apologize for the bad behavior of my ancestors." Because <laughs> <laughs> he saw the, he saw the cover of the book sitting right there. Oh, that is awesome! <laughs> so, uh, so Robert, being that you worked with Filmation, uh, and when Filmation uh, closed, did you take home anything? You know, in remember besides your employee badge, <laughs> <laughs> did you take anything home with you? Well, I must confess that while I was there. I would tend to find things in the filmation trash bin. Ah! Yeah. I put up a few uh, background of, layouts. The cutting room floor. Yes. <laughs> I put things up on my website. Okay. Okay. Of uh, background layouts that were tossed. Oh my God! A Castle Grayskull exterior that wasn't used. Oh no! Skeletor's lab. Oh, Eternia man. University. Whoa, Eternia man. University. Oh my God! In production cells. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah. I wish I would have grabbed more. I didn't. I know. (laughs) If you only knew, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Just like when I had G.I. Joe's, I I used to have the whole complete set. I'd be... I'd have so Rich. much money, but I just sold them all for nothing. Yeah. Well, so, so many people want to know what happened because they go, well, why did Filmation stop? I, yeah. Right. And, and so we were like, we were coming back from his vacation. Our daughter was like eight, eight months old at the time. And we came in there and everybody's crying. And we're like, what's everybody crying for? What, what's going on? Right. And they said, here's your pay. Here's your severance package. you got three hours to pack your stuff up and leave. Man. And oh, we were like, wow. what? And so we Gosh. found out that Westinghouse, who had bought all the controlling interest and, in, you know, how the companies all yes. yeah. do that, yeah. they did this the Friday before the Monday that a law was to go into effect to say if you had 100 employees or more, uh-huh. you had to give 90 days notice. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, so yeah, the, 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 indus- the uh, union went to bat for, for everybody, but it... You know, by that time the damage was done, yeah. and we're like, you know, eight month old, and, and he's right. out of a job, and yeah. we're like, four hundred people were let go, let go. within three hours. Gosh, that's, I super imagine. sad. So that's how filmation and everything all ended. Yeah. God, that is the blink of an eye. 
It was very sad. And it was a, it was a real family atmosphere there. Yeah. We, uh, well, a lot of I would bet uh, a lot of those companies were, you know, like those startups. You know, back I bet even when Kenner and them were starting up, I bet it was a real close knit, you know, along with Fil- Filmation, Hanna Barbera, all those, you yeah. know, because you, to get that kind of creative, you have to have almost that family atmosphere to come up with those stories. Because if you if you work with strangers nothing's really going to fit you know you have to grow would you, would you agree with that oh yes and and filmation was the last television studio that did all uh the work in-house from okay. from script to screen every single aspect of the animation process was done by the people in the building okay the okay. other studios were already starting to ship their stuff overseas to oh, uh man. the philippines taiwan korea yeah. japan china and uh so that was, we were the last vestige of American animation. Yeah. Yeah. On the television level. Yeah. Right. So, right. But even Disney was sending stuff overseas. Uh, oh, wow. For animation at that time. So yeah. it was Hanna Barbera and DIC and all those were going there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like Rob said, you're looking at the last vestige of American animation that yeah. closed. It wasn't just the family atmosphere that was there. An industry An ended industry that indie. day. Yeah. So you didn't after filmation, you didn't, you weren't able to get in back into any kind of illustration or well, storyboarding I, or anything. Initially, I had uh, talks with uh, Bill, Hannah, and Joe Barbera. Oh. And I was in a meeting with them. I was supposed to be brought. You on. actually met them? Oh yeah. I was. Oh my god. I was having meetings in their offices, and they wanted to bring me on <laughs> wow. staff. But like filmation, they did not own their studio anymore. Okay. It was owned, it was owned by a, another parent corporation, and right. so they had to justify any new uh, additions right. with certain projects. And it seemed like everything they wanted to give me, for one reason or another, the project fell through. I was starting to feel like a jinx. Oh my gosh! But um, kid Kong, mm-hmm. kid Kong. Yes, at one point I was doing a, a project for uh, De Laurentiis Entertainment Group. Okay. They wanted to do a spinoff of their King Kong movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Apparently King and Queen Kong had a kid. And okay. they wanted a show called Kid Kong. Okay. And I was brought in to do uh, concept work to develop the series. Okay. Oh, all right. And it, uh, it got real close to being produced. I was, I was really jazzed for it. And... They couldn't come to terms. Couldn't quite get it together. Oh, so, man. man. And I'm it's a huge King. I'm a huge yeah. King Kong fan. I would have loved that. As yeah. it's, you know. it's interesting concept. Mm-hmm. It's blowing my. I'm such a Hanna Barbera fan. It's blowing my mind that you actually met them, though. Yeah. God. <laughs> It's just, I can't wrap my head around that. You got, you see it in reruns. We you, saw the original. You were there. We, we, I mean, we, we, that I was mean, our childhood. Yeah. So so tell us how you two met. Was it your both of your creativeness that brought you together, <laughs> or was it by sure sure chance, like a blind date or anything? <laughs> no, we actually met in church. We met in the church. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Um, and after that, we we just started talking. I mean, it was just natural to talk, and then okay. of course the creative stuff came out and. You're looking at now 35 years later. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> we've, met, we've met so many husband and wife groups doing different things here. And we've had, you know, some of them have, have had like uh, stories where their passion is what brought them. They actually met them and everything. So. Well, we learned that after. Yeah, okay. We had the pa- yeah. passion okay. after. And the writing was, was an early yeah. uh, okay. common interest because I was a staff writer at the time. She's an aspiring writer. Okay. And, and so that was the first, oh, you do? Uh, yeah. 
and that yeah. okay. started conversations. That was the door that opened yeah. it up. Real. Yeah. Well, amazing. Uh, so tell us uh, where we can find your work. And for all those listening right now on Facebook, <laughs> where they can go to to, uh, you know, find your books and uh, look at those cells that you got up. So, <laughs> you know, find more information about you and the work that you're doing now. Well, uh, Alon, A-L-L-O-N, books.com. Uh, that's my website. Uh, I'm, I'm also on Facebook. The books can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. This is the 10th anniversary of the first book in the Alon series coming out. Oh, wow. So okay. you, nice. they are widely available. Jim, okay. you should tell your wife. Oh, I'm, his she, wife's a I've huge already been. Te- I'm texting book. her right now. So, my wife runs a book blog. So, and she does. Okay. She works with a lot of independent authors. She's huge in independent author scenes. Well, I started. I actually started off traditionally published. I, okay. I, I walked that line. Yeah. Before I went self because an independent because the publishers are not good to authors really yeah and robert uh what was your website uh my website is robert art writer okay okay dot com okay and it's pretty much my filmation memoirs how i got in uh i'm a bit behind i haven't got all my stuff up there but i've got a a good amount okay awesome those uh those background layouts that I fished out of the dumpster are yeah. up there. <laughs> I have to check that yeah, out. That I is so see cool. That, they're, that all, so cool. they're all in blue Sounds pencil. Awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right, yeah. so uh, you heard it here. Go to their websites. Uh, you know, read Sean's books. Look at uh, Robert's uh, cells. They they both have a lot of good history that you would want to you know learn. So if you could come down to the ICCC, we're uh, they're open till eight tonight, ten to five tomorrow. Come to their booths, meet them. They're very interesting people. Yeah, especially if you're a He-Man and She-Ra lover, or a Brave Star, or a Brave Star, or a Brave Star. Uh, you see these two. <laughs> yes, I have to, to admit booths. that I I had really kind of forgotten about that until I saw that on your table. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yes. Also, follow them on their Facebook and social media. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. It was great talking with you. Yes. Thank you. We enjoyed it. Thank you for having us. We'll check thank back you. with you later. Hey, 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 we're back. Uh, We got Mr. George Crenshaw of Jurassic 12 of Middle Tennessee. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. How are y'all? Good, Good, man. man. Thank you for sitting down and talking with us, man. Thank you. Uh, How you enjoying the ICCC? Uh, Air conditioning is very nice. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) No, it's it's good. It's... uh, Ever since last year, it's grown, and I'm I'm real happy for Michael. So yeah, um, yes. it's just it's worked out real well. You know, we, this is this setup is amazing. I got to be honest. When we were invited to be a part of this event, I imagine it being a little smaller. So yeah. I'm I'm extremely happy that it is this big. So uh, the overall show itself, yes, yes, yes. yes. it's a. Uh, twice the size as it was last year I'd say yeah that is amazing to, yeah. to, to quote Jurassic Park Michael spared no expense yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly he did um, yeah Sorry definitely John Hammond uh, so George tell us about your group man oh uh, well I'm a member of the Jurassic Park motor pool okay. um, it's an organization mainly it, it's Jurassic Park nuts uh, okay. we love the vehicles we love the movies so uh, 
all of us get together and we either build uh, screen replica tribute vehicles Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can have a 2016 Explorer and paint it up like a Jurassic Park. Okay. And we'll have it as a tribute vehicle. So we don't, you know say no if that's what you want to do right um you do have the purists that go after the screen accurate model mm-hmm. years uh, that's what we have here we have three examples of three of the utility jeeps okay yeah. you're seeing them um, right now on the screen and uh you know we try to go as screen accurate as possible and luckily we it's an expansive group we got roughly probably about five six thousand members okay um you have to have a vehicle to be a member and we're worldwide. So now when you say you have to have a vehicle, we have to have a vehicle that in some form or fashion to dedicate towards yes. Jurassic Park be movie authentic or a, a, tribute. a tribute to. Yes. Okay. Uh, we have people with Subaru Foresters that are painted up like the Explorers. and Right. They look okay. cool, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, okay. Um, but uh, we do a lot of charity work. Uh, Universal will call us in uh, to do uh, events for Make-A-Wish Okay. Uh, along okay. those lines, we just did uh, the commercial for Walmart, their new grocery pickup commercial. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. The yeah. Jurassic Park Explorer, that's from uh, St. Louis is where that was filmed. Okay. That's one of our members. And uh, luckily, we have people that are the biggest nerds that could possibly... <laughs> I mean, Star Wars nerds are nerds. Yeah. Right. But you get a Jurassic Park person next to a screen-used vehicle, and they're like... (laughs) (laughs) So we got guys that work in the parks at Universal that take pictures of the screen-used vehicles and... Wow. Like okay. the orientation of the screws and the tires, you know. Yeah, yeah, We have all that for... And it's out there. You know, you go to the Motorpool website, and if you want to build Explore, Mercedes... The motorcycle from Jurassic World, the G uh, Mercedes G wagon from Jurassic World, um, you know, you go there and the reference is there for free. Okay. All the measurements, paint colors, wheels, tires. Wow. Okay. Not only that, but cosplay uh, and props. You know. Okay. Wow. Um, we try to put it out there because who doesn't like dinosaurs? Right. right. Yep. So. so looking down at uh, your uh, boots here, yes. I see that there is a paleontologist next to y'all. Are y'all working together, or is he a part of the Jurassic 12 of Middle Tennessee? That is Alan. He's the curator and paleontologist of uh, Earth Experience. It's uh, the Middle Tennessee uh, Natural History Museum down in Murfreesboro. Okay. It's a hidden gem. Okay. Um, it's been there for about five years. And I just found out about it, honestly, <laughs> this year. Okay. And I was like, what? There's a full-size T-Rex? And they have... Yeah, yeah, I just got introduced to it today. This is the first time I'm yeah. hearing about it. Well, that's... And that's I'm from the, this town. Yeah, so. exactly, right? Yeah. That's a skull of Pex. Yes. Um, but they have the full skeleton down there. That's wow. awesome. And it's amazing. It's um, an actual skeleton, not a reproduction? It is a reproduction. Oh. The problem is... If you go to any museum all over the world, even the big ones, right. they're repos. Yeah. Okay, bones are so heavy because they're rock. Right. And they're right. so fragile. Right. You can't put them on display. You know, you sneeze, it'll collapse. And right. it's, oh, okay. it's, you know, you can't replace it. Now, they do have real fossils, smaller they fossils. Do. on right. You know, because um, I, I saw that a lot of his stuff down there were cast yes. remakes of the actual fossils. They are. Um, he does, uh, and that's the stuff he sells in the... 
gift shop so people could take home replicas of yeah. the fossils. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of his museum is strictly real fossils. I mean, they have femurs that are five feet long oh, um, from wow. brachiosaurs. They have T-Rex, uh, parts of a T-Rex skull. Yeah. You know, these those are legit. He goes out to Montana uh, for two weeks every summer. Okay. And he does an active dig and he brings back fossils. Wow. Man. That's so cool. So... It's a non-profit organization, so they're always needing, you know, donations for this, for that. It's completely uh, volunteer-based, so I go down there whenever I have a day off, and I'll paint props for them, paint replicas, whatnot. Okay, all right. Uh, I take the Jeep down there, and it increases their, you know, attendance triple-fold okay. whenever the Jeep's there. Oh, nice. And um, I sat there, and I, I went up to them, and I said, hey, I'm putting on, because last year, I had just my Jeep. Yeah. Okay. And that was it. There's one Jeep, one table of, of merchandise. And this year I'm taking up a whole quarter of the lower roll, bowl. Okay. So it yeah. went from one Jeep in one year to three Jeeps, a gate, <laughs> six tables, yeah. stanchion. Yeah. I mean, everything. it's massive. And I yes. said, I said uh, what better thing to do to have at a Jurassic Park display? A real paleontologist. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like, Absolutely. I can bring in a T-Rex. So I said, that yes. would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> Sign so me you, up. So, so you introduced the uh, dinosaurs at a young age, and then it just blasted off on the Jurassic Or was it the movies movie? that No, um, I always loved dinosaurs. I always loved movie special effects. So one of my fondest memories is whenever I was, I was 13, my dad took me to see Jurassic Park in theaters. Loved it. Wanted a Jeep from then on. <laughs> okay. So I got into doing uh, small, low-budget movie stuff, special effects. Uh, worked on, you know, the first two seasons of The Walking Dead. Worked on Captain America Civil War. Okay. Uh-huh. Doing background stuff for special effects. Nice. Prosthetics, nice. mold castings. Uh, I was pretty dominant in the movie replica uh, area in the horror movies for about 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, started off vacuum forming hockey masks, did latex, silicone, stuff like that. Okay. And uh, you eventually just get burnt out on something. Okay. Yeah, uh, true. I get it. So I got burnt out. And then I was sitting there one day, I was like, you know, I still want my Jeep. Okay. So it was about a three-year hunt. For a perfect Jeep to turn into the Jurassic Park Jeep. Okay. And if you're going to do one, you got to do it right. Yeah. Uh, 92, 93 YJ Sahara. Okay. Screen accurate interior, screen accurate wheels, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, bought the Jeep. It was a one owner, luckily. You know, never been off road and never been lifted. Took it home within two weeks of having it home. I painted it. Mm hmm. Um, started doing all the alterations I needed to do. Adding the winch, adding the winch plate, okay. replacing some stuff. And it's about 99% done right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that and you have a kid. And I raised him on Spielberg. Okay. So me and him's been watching Jaws since he was two. That's good, that's good parenting. <laughs> you know, it's parenting done right. Yes, right. it is. Huge Jurassic Park fan. So it just grew into that. It's something we can both enjoy going to conventions, going to parades, special events, charities, you know. Yeah. 
schools ask me to bring the Jeep out left and right, so I take it to schools, you know. Oh, that's really cool. That's One awesome. of those things. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Going yeah. to Sonic is a blast. <laughs> you have to allot yourself an extra 30 minutes no matter where you go because not just the people who love the movies are stopping you, asking about it, or taking yeah. pictures. Jeepers. The guys that own Jeeps. Yeah, because that's love like a, it. That's like just the Jeep alone has a cult following. It does. Yeah. And especially whenever they see a YJ, they're like, it ain't lifted. It ain't rusted out, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Definitely. So, so I see here that you uh, are available to do parties, company events, movie showings, premieres. I do. Um, we did the, here in Franklin, uh, right before Michael show last year, they had the 25th anniversary of Jurassic Park in yeah. the theater. So okay. they contacted yeah. me. I brought the Jeep out. I had the Jeep at Jurassic World opening um, the Exodus movie. Had it there. Was out at Opry Mills for the opening. Um, we do some corporate events. I do birthday parties. It really depends on scheduling. Okay. Um, if I'm not available to take the Jeep, I have handlers take it for me. Okay. And I send like a whole plethora of props with them. Oh, okay, nice. And then I work with a local cosplay group that they love Jurassic Park, so they cosplay as Jurassic Park handlers. Okay. So I can facilitate just about anything. Oh, nice. I'm the guy that knows stuff. Oh, cool. It's Michael. He's like, hey, I need Star Wars people for the Star Wars Night at the Sounds. Okay, give me 10 minutes. Yeah. I had to do back there for him. I had 30 people in costume is like what yeah. else do you need <laughs> he's like i need a big jurassic park display i was like got it it's there <laughs> you know so that works out so you know you really yeah. are the godfather I, i'm i'm the i'm, I'm the one <laughs> i'm behind the door like okay what do you need you know <laughs> but you need a tank i can get you a tank. i got the rogue one tank here you know nice what else you need <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so, so cool. and it is a cool looking tank. That is yeah, awesome. It is. It, it is. Um, I worked with uh, the guy who built it, Don. I worked with him and a few of the other members down there on a charity film about two years ago called The Hand of the Empire. And we did it for uh, a little boy named Philip who died of uh, cancer. But we did it for him. And as of right now, it's right around 250,000 views on on YouTube. I mean, it's it's oh, wow. massive. Nice. It's about an hour long and you can go on YouTube and watch it for free if you want to. It's yeah. Oh, pretty yeah, good. It's legit little fan what, film. What's the name of the film? Uh, the Hand of the Empire. Hand of the Empire. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's it's a legit film. I did some of the uh, creature effects and costuming in it and I was the creature and it was hot. You know, 98 yeah. degrees in a fursuit is not not cool at <laughs> I all. I can imagine. But I got killed by Boba Fett, so. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not many people can say that, right? Right? It's like, yeah, I got killed by Boba Fett. What'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, if you're out there listening live, uh, these booths will be open till 8 tonight. 10 to 5 tomorrow. Come down. He's got an amazing booth. Also with Alan, the paleontologist. Yes, one more time. Plug the museum. Yes. Uh, the Earth Experience, Middle Tennessee Museum of Natural History. Okay. There you go. And uh, also, 
Uh, follow Jurassic 12 of Middle Tennessee on Facebook. Uh, if you want to contact uh, Greg Crenshaw himself, it's uh, G Crenshaw C R E E C R E N S H A W 1980 at gmail.com. Uh, again, that's Jurassic 12 of Middle Tennessee. George, thank you so much for joining Not us. No problem. Thank we you. We really appreciate me. it. Again, come down, see these booths. They are amazing. And we'll check back with you later. Back at the IC party. We have Eww. consignment manager Kelly McLean with Hakes Auctions. How you doing, brother? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. You having uh, a good con? Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh Hakes Auctions. Uh Hakes Auctions started back in 1967. Uh started with uh political memorabilia, political buttons. Uh, Ted Hakes started it and has sort of sprawled into uh, toys and collectibles and in the past five years or so more and action figures, Star Wars, and uh, has sort of taken on a serious collection of Russell Brenton, which uh, has been over the past two or three years. And that has brought us here today with other collections since then. So uh, up until from the 60s up until... Five or six years ago, it was all political. Uh, it it political it evolved memorabilia. from that from sixties up up to uh, up to now, going over going through this just through, the, through those times. Okay. It was so, so they've it, been auctioning off like political things, like uh, like owned by like, presidents and stuff. Uh, like that. Political campaign, like posters, like buttons, posters, and posters, buttons, and, buttons, and buttons from all the way from George campaign Washington stuff. Oh and, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah but, that's so cool. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. I can see how at one time. <laughs> yeah, like that, I remember you know, a JFK would, button once went yeah. for a lot of money. Yeah, we sold one. It was a special Kennedy is the remedy button it was never oh, actually wow. made it was wow. it, was, it, it uh it brought five five thousand dollars i think wow. wow and so today do you do a little bit of everything yes so yeah. it does it's not just uh like uh science fiction or anything like that because i'm uh, you know looking at your card i see sports i see comics i see uh you know universal i see artwork uh, so it's, it looks like you do a little bit of everything. I am curious. I see a Hortus Wagner. Tell me that you stood in front of that Hortus uh, Wagner. We have not had a Hortus Wagner yet. No. We're, we're still looking for one. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're very rare. That, that's, yeah, because uh, I remember, didn't Wayne Gretzky own one at one time? He did. He did. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious, what's the most valuable thing that you've been a part of auctioning off? Uh, Detective Comics 27. Oh, uh, first get out of here. Yeah. Get out of wow. here. What, what condition? Uh, 5.0, I believe. Oh, do you just auction it off or do you grade and work or do you work with other companies that do this stuff? Right. We work with other companies that, that, that grade, but we okay. send off to AFA and CDC to get things graded. Okay. And get them packaged and then you take over and take yep. and go through the auctioning. And so do you hold events, like live events, or is it all online-based? All online and, and uh, print catalog. Okay. We, we oh, print okay. a full catalog for every auction that we have. So nice. uh, also, if somebody wanted to auction off their stuff, do you only do high price stuff, or is there a limit to what they can auction off? 
the value starts around five hundred dollars at, okay. at the low end, and then we go up from there. Okay. So okay. it's not all the the top of the tier of, of items. It's, okay. it's it's all it's most and levels. Then, and then you take a percentage for being the auctioneer, kind of like the, you know consignments, and correct? Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, do you like? Uh, do you only work with private? Uh, collectioners or is it like you work with like corporates there's you know uh, kind of like I guess if Disney went to auction off stuff will you work with big corporations or is it all private collectors to this point, did I ask that the, right I kind of to this, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to this point it's been private collections but if, if, if anyone ever came to us with an archive or think something that they needed to sell we, we would we would be into the conversation for sure. are you global yes yeah, international are things are okay. signed and sold internationally where are you guys? I see you're out of Pennsylvania? Yes, York, York Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Been there since, uh, I think, it, I believe it started in Philadelphia, then moved to York, and then moved around a little bit, but we're back in York now. Yeah, is now. that your only office, or do you have yes. them across? Yeah, just okay. in York, yep. Yeah. So at, uh, at your booth, I saw a lot of good things. Is that Boba Fett? Is that the firing? It's the rocket firing, Jason. Oh, wow. yeah. That's like the <laughs> holy grail of Boba Fett's. Yes, it is. The, How is Michael not over there? Like, I'll give you. I'm not there right now, so he could be over there <laughs> trying to take Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fully secure, lock and key with the... Uh, with Todd Sheffer, my other employee, who's here with me, he's he's with it right now. So, okay. is all, and all that stuff is being auctioned off right now. Uh, the majority of what's there is being auctioned off right now. There's a new find collection that we had come in of early production pieces, uh, okay. including some some white footer, double telescoping Obi Wan and, and Darth Vader, and some actually never before seen non punch card. 12 back A's, uh, Bottom Cape Jawa, Ooh. and uh, Death Squad Commander, and uh, Sand People. So the, oh my the, God. The, wow. the punch was, the hole was never punched. There was, there's no perforation or never. So, they, so it's not like the thing's still in it. They never, they did, never punched oh, wow. it. Yeah, so those I don't never, think I've ever seen one of they've those. They've never been seen before. I've, I've, uh, yeah, you know, I've never. And we've, we've talked to many different collectors, <laughs> yeah. series, historians, have never seen it before. Wow. So. No, well, you go ahead. Um, so you said that y'all print a catalog for every auction. So how 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 often are you establishing new auctions, and how long do they last? We do three catalog auctions a year. Okay. So our next one ends November seventh, uh, November sixth and seventh. How long? Do, what's the time frame on the auction? It'll uh, it goes online October fifteenth. So it lasts about three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, okay. Three weeks of bidding, and then all through the website or over the phone. So up until that point, it's pretty much promotion. Here's what's coming. Here's what's yep. going to be in the auction. Get prepared. You know, and Correct. then you got three weeks to yep. do so your get bidding. Your, get your bids in. Figure out what you want. Okay. Last one wins. Last yep. one wins. That's so awesome. so by attending these events, are you just getting the name of Hakes Auction out, or do you actually accept uh, bids here? Bid, or no, not bids, but do you accept items? Uh, Both. We do. We're doing. We're, we've, we we accept submissions here at the show, and we're also just promoting what we already have, what's on display. So you have people over there that see something, and they're putting a bid down on it. They can't bid from the show. They just they, bid on the. They, they, go they to bid your when it goes online. The, the, okay. This next auction, the things here will be online October fifteenth. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, so they, uh, you. you you got uh, what, where are you based out of? I'm sorry, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania. All right, so uh, you, you have there's a Facebook. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah you can go to the all under Hakes Auctions. 
go to Hakes Auctions on the Facebook. Uh, you can go to www.hakes.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could um, make bids and uh, submit stuff through the uh, website as well. Uh, they have everything from sports, comics, artwork that you can think of. Uh, even some political stuff. I think that's very fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go on tonight great, and see what I can yeah. find with yeah, uh, that's, oh, that. One question I have. Um, how does one get a hold of the print copy of your catalog? Do you pay for Does somebody pay for that? Do they have to like uh, do, submit their information to be on your mailing list? Or how do they get a copy of that? We... Uh, we can allow one complimentary catalog. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you want us to send you the next the next copy that that's that's going to come out, you okay. can email us or give us a call. We'll we'll send awesome. you one. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, if you're already a bidder, if you bid in the last three auctions, we'll mail you one. Okay. Cool. So okay. Is there like a PDF version available online if you just want to look through it? Yeah, that's a good question. We do have a virtual catalog um, for for every auction. It'll be online. Oh, okay. And, uh, also, every item is viewable online as if, oh, okay. as if oh, okay. you, can, you okay. don't have to have the catalog to see okay. what's oh, okay. Okay. So you can, you can see. You can actually pre-browse everything that's going to be on auction. Yeah, you so can see it. When, it. when it goes online that, uh-huh. that, that day, it all goes up. You can click okay. on everything. You can enlarge pictures. individual auction, I'm assuming there's multiple photos for yes. each. Yeah, so you, you can, can see, you know, the people who are like, oh, I want to see the corners. I you can enlarge it. You can see the okay. back, the, the okay. other side of it. If you have any questions, you can always contact us. And, and does right. everything start with a, does everything have a starting price? It does. Start, okay. It does. Okay. Usually around 30 or so percent of the value. Okay. Of, okay. of what we think. Of the estimated value yeah. that you would okay. yeah. Have you ever had something that you thought would go for way more that didn't or vice versa? That happens constantly things really? that that uh, we estimate five to ten thousand bring would bring twenty five thousand or you know things wow. some, sometimes wow. things can, can go under the estimate I mean we, we it's based on fair market value but markets change constantly yeah so right. I guess yeah. you have to deal with a lot of angry customers who wanted to get a certain number but it came in under under what they wanted yeah that it, yeah. it happens I mean, that, but, I mean you know yeah. that's it's, eBay it's <laughs> diplomatic but yeah we, yeah that's we, just a collectible <laughs> yeah, market, that's a collectible <laughs> market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's 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 There's worth, risk. It's worth right. what, it's, what, it, what people pay for it. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. end, end result. Of, uh, two or three, four bidders, when they're done, that's the market that, that, that time. Okay. Awesome. So it's our job to make sure that everyone knows about it. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Okay. So come on down. Uh, the con is open till 7 and 10 to 5 tomorrow. Open till 8. 7. It's no, 7. Oh, it is 7? Yeah, seven. we've been saying just, 8, but it, it is, is seven. Seven. Oh, wow. We okay. got confirmation. Okay. Uh, go to Hakes.com. Go to their Facebook. They also have Twitter and Instagram. Uh, come down and look at the booth. There's some really cool stuff uh, that you could bid on. You can go to their website and put a bid on it or look at their catalog. Uh, Kelly, thanks for coming over, man. Yeah, talk yeah to man. guys, thanks I appreciate it. This has been very educational for right me on. when it comes right to, to auction. I never thought of it that that type of like political stuff being auctioned. It is That's a yeah. it is a giant collecting community of people that that love the history of this country. And yeah. it, there is a lot of great posters and and buttons and and. You know oh, what? You know what kills man. me is that when we first ki- cleaned out my dad's, our dad's uh, garage, year like, oh gosh, like thirty years ago, um, he had a huge sack full of uh, campaign stuff. Mm-hmm. He had Nixon buttons and posters. Um, he had what else was it? He had some Kennedy stuff. I can't remember all what was in yeah, it. Yeah, he had and we we literally came across this. 
and I mean, this was like 30, 35 years ago. We came across it and was like, hmm, trash, yeah. and threw it away. Just makes everyone else's more valuable. Touche. Touche. Yeah, so again, go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, hakes.com. Um, Kelly's, you can go by his booth. Uh, do you mind if I give your, you have your email here? Please. Yeah. Uh, you can go to mkelly at hakes.com. Email uh, Kelly McLean uh, if you need any more mi- information about Hakes auction, auctions and how it works. Uh, again, uh, Kelly, thanks again for coming. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate the information. And we'll be back. All right, peeps. Day two in the books. What a great day. Right? It's been awesome. Oh, my gosh. I have learned a whole lot today. Learned and saw. Learned, saw, and purchased. Yes. And and acquired. (laughs) Yeah, money money has got to stop leaving my wallet. I actually did good. I only bought one thing. Autographed Peter Mayhew. Look, that's it. Yeah, I bought a couple patches and a t-shirt. Oh yeah, had to get had to get the ice. I uh, I didn't I I didn't go all in with the you know four hundred dollar G one original, but I did find the G one vintage recreation Soundwave G one. It looks so cool too. And I was like, I gotta have it. And so yeah, I went all in on that one. Well, all the deals will be tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh, hopefully. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Being the hey, last vendors, day. don't listen to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we have, we've met a lot of uh, groups today. Yes. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Ghostbusters, five oh five oh first Legion, Rebel yeah. Legion, um, um, Mandalorian Mercs, Mandalorian Mercs. Um, what uh, is it? Uh, Hank's auction. Hank's auction. We have uh, Jared with Extra Life. Um, Jurassic, Jurassic, Park. 12. Jurassic, Jurassic Twelve. I keep 12. Say Jurassic Park. I do too. Uh, we have the uh, the muse- traveling museum. That yeah, the in earlier uh, um, horror and sci-fi association. It's so fun to learn HSA, about these groups. PPA. Yeah, it's so fun to learn about these groups and all the stuff they do. I mean, some you don't have to really do anything, uh, but volunteer. Some of them you have to have a costume. You have, yeah. Some of them you have to have a certain level costume. Right. Jurassic 12, you actually have to have a vehicle yeah. dedicated to Jurassic Park. And I mean, it's just so interesting to learn all this stuff. It is amazing the different stipulations to join these groups, like with the, the Cleon group um, that StarPod was yeah. talking about yeah. earlier. All you have to do is love Star Trek or yeah. Cleons, right? Because they love the camaraderie that the fandom brings, right. and you know the the families that every group brings, and you know how much they reach out. What globally. about this Middle Earth gathering we've learned oh, about yeah. that yeah. we're going to have to find uh, and attend? Straight up going to be there. Absolutely. I'm have to break out my Hobbit Day costume one, that I wore. Get in there. <laughs> straight up. You got, I will go skinned off the grass. You got one percent of that three hundred <laughs> right here, <laughs> man. Yes. Here. I would tell. Um, I told him down to go. That's oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, great. big time. We got to meet with uh, Sean and Robert Lamb. Man, they were awesome. Yeah, they, they got were. an interesting they story. Got to meet Hannah Barbera. They got to meet Hannah and Barbera. I mean, right. I'm so jealous. Of and my mind is He-Man. still blown yeah, and on work that. On He-Man and work on He Man and She Ra and Brave Star. I mean, gosh. you know what's amazing is how wrong Filmation treated him, but how dedicated he still is to the craft. Yeah, yeah, true. To Filmation. Yeah, yes. You know, well, 
lot see, of people. Technically, it isn't filmation though. It was Westinghouse. Yeah, Westinghouse. Right. Well, didn't they? they well, he didn't said that why they ended yeah. because Westinghouse, Westinghouse bought them. Yeah. Bought, so. But I mean, it wasn't. It might not have been. Uh, Filmation might not have. Seen yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, because I mean, right, bad right, taste right. Westinghouse. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, they may have acquired it and been like, you know, I think we're going to get rid of that property, and you know, because corporations do that type of thing. Right. So. Yeah, but it's amazing that uh, you know he still yes. still loves the craft that he took with him and still Absolutely. carries it on today. Uh, so many vendors out here with great yes. deals. Man, there's nothing that's out of your price range here. No. There's I mean there's all across the board, man. I've I've found dollar action figures yeah. all the way up to high level, you know, two, three, four thousand dollar action figures out there on comics. the tables. Comics. Yes. You got dollar comic comics. bins. You I got col- you got rare comics down there. Graded. Graded. You yeah. got everything. And plus, and, and, and two, you have uh, if you find that rare thing that you're looking for, comic, toy, or whatever, you've got authenticators here. They can um, enclose your stuff for you, protect it for you. You got um, signature authentication services here. This is such a great con. Yes, oh it man, is. Castle Grayskull still in the box. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And yeah. it's all thanks to Michael Havens, Michael Havens and, and his group of collectors yes. that put this on. Is they are phenomenal. This is it's been such a great show these past two days. It's just been it has yes, and Michael so is running. He's this opened thing our smooth. eyes to a whole new, a yes. whole new world. world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, Jim, uh, Jim was Jasmine in that part. <laughs> I was, I was. Yeah, I'm and a um, if you didn't make it out this year, uh, you definitely have to come out next year. Um, you know, bring your kids for the Jedi Academy and the yes. kids zone, the Lego building table. There the, is so the much for kids to do yes. here. Dinosaurs, uh, and, and what blows my mind is. They were saying this is two times the size it was last, last year. year. Yeah. So just think about next year. Think about how big this is going to yes. be next year. I mean, I, I've been to a lot of cons, and I've never seen one this kid-friendly. So yeah. kid-friendly. Kid. So kid-friendly. Everybody is so nice. Yes. So nice, so welcoming, and so inclusive. All the guests here, man. Yeah, they have they, been amazing. They have been. The there stories. are some amazing stories here. That uh, we will take with us yeah. forever. So, I mean, when you guys are listening to this this particular podcast, uh, you're probably not going to hear the interviews we did. We're going to have a way for you to listen to those and see the interviews uh, coming your way. But man, we've got some great content for you yeah. to listen to. Yes. We did. So we got some great stories. Well, that's going to wrap it up for day two, and we will be back for another day here at this yeah. amazing ten Eyes to five C. tomorrow. We got some more interviews to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. We will check out. Stay eclectic. Thanks, guys. Hey there, eclectic family. We are back for day three. Uh, We have Mark Ballard here uh, with Comic City. Man, you are a jack of all trades. You you run shows, you work at shows, you can network with other shows. So I don't even know how to introduce you as an individual here, man. So I'm gonna let you uh, talk about yourself, and then tell us about the event coming in December that we're really excited about. Well, anybody in Middle Tennessee probably knows me. I uh, used to own all the comic cities uh, in Middle Tennessee. Then I bought out the Outer Limits franchise. Then I sold all of them, 
and just went retired for a while and then went back doing conventions for a while. So I've been doing this a long time, yeah. about 33 years. Oh, wow. Man. So I was set up at the fairgrounds when I was 11 years old selling comics. Oh, wow. Holy so, crap. And that's what you're still doing? Like, yeah. you got a huge booth down there. So. And then, like, uh, so how do you connect with the celebrities to get all those signatures and with all those uh, posters and everything? For a while, I was an agent booking people into shows. And I booked, like, James Hampton from uh, Teen Wolf. And uh, I still book Lou Temple to this day, off and on. And uh, just different people. And just years and years after seeing people at shows. When you'd see a celebrity and the first time you saw them, they'd kind of not pay attention. But the 10th time they saw you, they're like, oh, you must be with the show type thing. Yeah. You become friends with them and you're at the same hotel and you eat dinner at the same places. And just over time became friends with them. Do signatures that way. Uh, a lot of shows, when they bring in guests and the guests don't meet their guarantees, they have stacks of photos. They sell all those to me because they don't want them. And, okay. Uh, then I've got connections to other agents, and to this day, just swap things back and forth. Yeah. So. So is this your second year at ICC, or is this your first? I did year? not do the first year. I was yeah. booked last year this weekend, and um, had people here on the phone with me and stuff. But uh, this year, I decided to do that instead of going somewhere else, just because I'd rather sleep in my own bed. <laughs> I never get to sleep in my own bed. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, what's your impression of the I Triple C? <laughs> it's a it's a good show, you know. Uh, everybody we having a good time. Uh, sales are fair. Okay. You know, it's a relaxing show. It's, yeah. You know, I mean, it's I've very been laid to, back. I've been to San Diego where you don't sit down, you don't go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. I've done those, I've, and I've done the shows where you know one person shows up. I literally did a show one time where three people showed up for the entire show. Oh wow! wow. They came to play magic. There was not a magic tournament, and they left. Oh my, oh my god! And that was the entire show. Oh man! So, you know, well, That's you know, crazy. we heard uh, those that have been here uh, the first year that this is three times the size that it was its first year. So it's, I think it, you know, yeah, I think Michael does a much. great job. Uh, yeah. You know, the setups are good. The load in loadout was easy. Uh, using the arena floor is kind of cool. You get to walk around, plenty of seats. Yeah. And so I like the how he broke things up, putting the artists and everybody kind of everywhere yeah. to make people kind of go all over the place instead of kind of concentrating the best of the best in one spot. Right, right. You want people to be able to walk around and see everything. Enjoy everything, yeah. You don't make anybody feel like, well, you're over there in the corner and, yeah. you know, yeah. so y'all are here, then you got artists you here, over fan clubs the, here. You stay over there with the special people. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're over there with the guy that, uh, you know, irons clothes for a living, you know. <laughs> so, he's, he's really Iron Man, don't worry. So, so I like the setup. You know, it, it looks good. Uh, the vibe seems good. Yeah. You know, I've only heard positive things. So oh, sweet. So how long have you had the uh, Spider Mobile out there? I've been driving the Spider Van for about five or six years now. Yeah. I um I bought it in 2015, and when I looked at it, I said, "Man, that looks like the old Corgi Spider Man van." Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in my mind, and yeah. so I found a guy that wrapped it. I took him to the Corgi and said, "Make this on my van." Oh, sweet. And he wow. went, okay, give me two days, and there you go. Is wow. that your everyday ride, or do you have something else that no, you I drive? drive a, I drive a little Kia when I'm around town. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I I don't drive. If I'm driving, I'm usually driving in the van somewhere. Yeah, but, right. Right. Yeah, driving it around town and parking, it's not fun. Yeah, oh, I can so, imagine. So tell us uh, about the show that we're going to expect in December. Uh, well, there's two shows in December. It's yeah. both at the fairgrounds. Uh the first show is our first take at a vinyl record show. Okay. Vinyl is hot right now. Everybody loves it. There's a couple of shows going on with it. 
But um, I've got a friend that owns a store that sells records, and we were just talking about you know the vinyl shows, and I said, well, let's let's put one on. Yeah. You know, I know how to put on a show, so it's just a different form of dealers I've got to sell a booth to. So we right. put on that show, and as all my shows, I don't like having a show without guests. Yeah. I think you got to have that little something extra, whether it's a big person or not, but that little something extra to make yeah. them come in. Right. And so we got Lulu Rowan coming in from Hee Haw. Yeah. Oh, wow. and if you're in the South, you know Hee Haw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lulu's world known, still sings to this day and all that. So she's going to come out for us for a couple of hours. Okay. Uh, they're bringing in uh, an artist named Jeff Gaither, who's done a bunch of album covers. But he also did T-shirt designs for Guns N' Roses, Van Halen. I'm uh, sold. People like that. So all <laughs> yeah. the T-shirts, their design is his artwork. All right. Uh, then we're bringing in Randy Fox, who's the the DJ at, I don't know the call numbers, WNXP, I think a local thing. And yeah. He's written, written books on music, things like that. Just for, once again, a different take of a guest, someone local. Um, Billy Martinez, who's set up here behind you, is going to come out, who's worked for Heavy Metal Magazine and done art things that ties into okay. music. And so on that aspect of it, we're doing that side. And that'll be one part of the the show at the fairgrounds. Okay. And then the other part is my regular, uh, you know, comic and toy show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that you know, last year we celebrated our 25th year of having the show. Yeah. So I'm there every year, and is, that we're going to be uh, podcasting at that yes, show this that's year. That's right. So you got to come out and else talk to these guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so this will be the start of 20 you know, year 26. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so we're bringing in uh, Dan Fraga, who just got announced as the new artist for the He-Man series. Yeah. Who worked on all the image stuff with Bloodstrike and Black Flag. He's also worked on Wolverine and X-Men and all that. Uh, Robert Lamb just told me today who's here, he wants to come out okay. because of the He-Man tie-in. Yeah. Because right. he was the He-Man animator. Right. So now he's going to come out. Uh, then we got Jeremy Childs coming out who played Jody in the Preacher series on AMC. Oh, He's nice. in all three seasons of Preacher. Uh, okay. He's going to come out for us. And I've got, I mean, I've got like 20-something guests coming out. I mean, Sam Payne who does all our fly, flyers, who's worked for Arch, you know, that he's yeah. coming out. And the best thing, I always say the best thing about my show is it's ten dollars admission. Yeah. But if you bring a toy for toy donation, you get in for five bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So for five bucks, you're gonna get twenty to thirty guests, and we're a one day show. I'm filling up thirty five thousand square feet. Wow. wow. And so, it sounds amazing. like it's truly gonna be a show for everybody. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we I mean, we carry anime, we carry comics, we carry toys. Now we'll have vinyl. We have. Legos, Star Wars. I mean, you name it, somebody's there with it. That's My awesome. dealers are some of the best dealers in the South. They're dealers that set up at San Diego, dealers that right. set up at New York. You know, we have local dealers yeah. too, but I bring in, you know, Dale Roberts Comics is there, which usually brings well over a million dollars worth of comics on display. Wow. I mean, he has the Fancy 15s and the Superman 1s and the big dollar books. Oh, wow. Most local stores set up with us. You know, Rick's Comic City's going to oh, be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, usually Outer Limits Murphy's World sets up and okay. KE Toys sets up and so all the locals come in. Okay. So it's a, I say it's a family, you know, family friendly yeah. show. Okay. It's cheap to get in. Lots of stuff. We yeah. always do giveaways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This year, uh, we're doing, everybody gets a raffle ticket when they come in and I've got a cast signed preacher poster signed by everybody except for Jeremy. Oh, so if you okay. win the poster, okay. Then you can take it over to him, have him sign it. That's cool. That's awesome. And you'll have a cast signed preacher poster. All right. So uh, for everybody watching right now, they're looking at the uh, your uh, flyer for the event right now. But okay. uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know how to, um, tell us how we can follow you, social media or whatever, to find out more information. Uh, the website's comiccityconventions.com. Okay. Everything's always listed there. Facebook, 
you can go to National Comic and Horror Festival. Okay. Because it was a horror show for yeah. 25 years. And I yeah. don't want to change that aspect, but it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go there. Uh, all the shows have their own Facebook page. Clarksville, Doctor Who and Steampunk show. Clarksville Anime and Comic Con or the Murfreesboro Anime and Comic Con or Mac. Okay. All those are coming up next year as well. Um, I think it's our ninth year for Mac. It's our sixth year in Clarksville. Okay. Uh, so all those have Facebook pages. I'm on Twitter at Comic City TN at Comic City TN. Okay. I have an Instagram, but I have no clue what it is because I've never posted on it. <laughs> so, and then you can always just follow me on Facebook, which is just Mark Comic City Ballard. Okay. And all there I post go, about guys. is, is conventions go. and things like that, and you know. Okay. Maybe something about my daughter, you know, <laughs> singing a song. So we go live every Christmas, and me and my daughter sing Christmas songs that we don't know the words to. So I, it's a good time. Fun. That is so, fun, though. So man. Sp- speaking as someone who's gone to this show for a long time, you find something every time you go to this show. I know every time I go to uh, Mark Ballard's comic convention, I always find that tre- uh, that treasure that I take home that just makes my year. So it's December first. It's at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. And the new buildings. They and just the built new buildings. brand new, brand new buildings, buildings, and we're in the new buildings. Yes, I was, I was actually going to ask you that, because I knew the construction was going on for the soccer stadium, So, but they have those. It's not started yet, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if by December it will. Right now, all the old stuff is still there. Okay. But the new buildings are in the, the big parking lot that was at the bottom that was flat. Yeah, okay. And so all that's now buildings. Okay. So I don't, the parking, I guess, will still be on the hill or different yeah. things. Right, right, right. But. Okay. I, they might be turning them down by then. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So uh, two uh, two conventions he's having at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. One that's for vinyl. One's uh, Comic Expo. Um, if you are listening live, uh, the convention will be open till five today. Come down, see Mark's booth. He's got some amazing stuff. Uh, go to his social media and uh, find the information for his conventions. He runs great shows. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, and happy so birthday. Much. Happy thank birthday. So yeah. I am 29. 29 and getting younger, right? <laughs> That's right. I, I got that Benjamin Button disease. So, but, uh, yeah, come back to the show. Um, help us celebrate 26 years. Keep a Nashville geeky. Yes. yes. You know. Okay. We're the we're the longest running show in Nashville or in Tennessee that I know of. Okay. So and you can go out and see the the elective collective. All right. Thank yeah. you so much, Mark. Thanks, I appreciate it. Thank you. Continuing on with day three, the Eclectic Collective here. We are with uh, the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collecting. How you doing, guys? Morning, gentlemen. We're, we're good, man. A little rough, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, the third day. We're exhausted. Yeah. We feel you. Yeah, three days of being up till three and up at seven, you know, uh, it gets to you. It does. Yeah. It does. So, um, are, is, are y'all the creators of this group, or are y'all members continue on... Uh, and visiting cons. Tell us a little bit about the group and the creation of the group and how y'all get, became a part of it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, Star Wars Celebration. Yes. yes. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, Glenn and I, um, Glenn, say hello. Hey there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Glenn and I, after uh, Celebration two years ago, um, 
it was one of those things that took us uh, traveling to Orlando to actually meet, but we lived 30 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So the thing was, uh, you know, let's let's bring that spirit of celebration, that hanging out, talking about toys, back to Georgia and do it on a monthly basis. So, yeah. So we started it up, and then uh, Narayan was a member I didn't even know existed in the hobby, and he's <laughs> one of the most amazing collectors. Uh, we call him the Swag King. I mean, Swag he's, King. Yeah, he's he's just uh, exactly. he's an awesome guy. So we brought him on board to kind of help us grow, and then uh, and Blake, who's also here with us. Um, he, he helps us out as well in uh, moderating the, the club, and uh, it's just uh, you know, a pretty cool thing. So but what's your goal of the club? Like, what do y'all, do y'all want to grow this to be the one of the largest Star Wars collecting clubs out there? And we would love to, but, you know, it's... The main issue, the main goal, I guess, of our club is to, you know, pass on the star love of Star Wars collecting. Okay. Um, you know, today we're doing... A thing with Choa, uh, you know, we're, we're children's health care of Atlanta, and we're we're giving, you know, and we're giving back to the community, and we raised almost a thousand dollars yesterday with the, the uh, raffle, and that's one of our goals. The other goal is just networking and getting to know people and bringing, you know, helping people out. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm just starting. What do you need? What 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 do I need to do as a collector? How do I start? And we're like, this is what you do. You know, okay. hey, how do I display stuff? This and, and you know, stuff like that. And, and it's networking, like I said, for like the third time. But, you know, help. Hey, I'm looking for this. Yes. How do I find this? Where could I find it? And, oh, yeah, I've got one. You know, that happens a lot. I'm yeah. looking for this certain figure. And before you know it, because I was looking for a pod racer helmet for my son for his birthday. Posted it in the group. Within six hours, I had it. So oh, that's, nice. that's Yeah, that's the kind of stuff... Yeah, I think just just to add to what Glenn just said, I think Star Wars collecting for a lot of us has been like almost a solitary pursuit for so long. Yeah. But when you can actually share it with a group of people, yeah, especially if they're right in your community, it's so much more fun. And it's, I mean, it's it's amazing like how long I've just yearned for yeah a club near me. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I heard about these guys, I was like. This is it. We're gonna we're gonna that make was this the thing grow. First words out in the Ryan's mouth at the first meetup. He's like, "Dude, I've waited for ten years to do this," and I'm <laughs> oh, like, wow. "Why didn't you do it?" Yeah, you, you know, and yeah, and it was it was amazing to know that we're not the like you said we're not the only nerds out there, and we're not the only geeks that have got a basement full of toys, and you know, I'll come. It's just, it's nice because, yeah. you know, you bring your friends and neighbors and they don't understand your collection. Yeah. They don't understand your your addiction. And then you bring somebody that understands it and they're like, oh my gosh, you got this or you got, you know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. It, okay. What so I think is impressive that you, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. So do y'all focus on figures or do you like uh, do other things like art, uh, film props or like everything? Our, my my personal collection is everything, uh, but we don't. It's vintage. We try to stick to vintage stuff, but now it's you know everybody's collecting everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, vintage is definitely our specialty. Okay. You know, as far as your vintage group, but um, it, it's it's expanded so much in the past two years that you it's hard to you can't pigeonhole it anymore. Right. Yeah. Because yeah you. I mean, Star Wars has grown so large. It's there's collectibles for every single yeah, thing you want, you could want right. to collect, and um, yeah, we have over 400 members, and they all collect different things, and that's that's an asset. What I right. think is most impressive is that 
how welcoming you are if someone just wanted to get started. That is rare because I I have visited groups that are very pretentious and very detailed and like you have to know your Star Wars and you have to know your toys. And if you said the wrong thing, then they would like, you know, give call you, you out eye. on it. Yeah, yeah, give me that side eye. Like you're you not a real clicker. You're not right. real clicker. So I think it's amazing that you're willing to, if someone just came to your group and be like, I want to start collecting Star Wars. How do I get started? What do you think I should, you know, start in? And now they're a part of this world that you are going to help them start. I think that's an amazing uh, way to build your ranks. Right. So how big would you uh, say your collections are? I'm serious. Like, I'm curious because we interviewed Sansweet and we all know (laughs) how big that guy's collection is. And I know, you know, that's a... That that's a dream for most of us. Yes. But how would how big would you say your collections are? I think there's few of us that are going to rival Steve Sansweet yeah. Uh, yeah. In, the, in the collecting world. But I think the best answer to that is we collect. We all collect. It. It's really a matter of how much we can display. Yes. Right. True. How much yes. room you have to display right. it. Right. And so I think that's you know probably a big limitation to you know what we collect. We kind of collect with kind of keeping in mind how much space we have. Yeah. Uh, and I guess having a family, you, you are only allowed to have so much. Uh, <laughs> Some limited space. Yeah. That's so how yeah. much the wife a, will allow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Can't have it hanging in the kitchen. Can't have it hanging I in the bathroom. I've so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, truthfully, the only rooms in my house that don't have Star Wars stuff are the bathrooms. Every room in my house has something Star Wars well, in it. Well, we were talking before the show, and you have, you have, you're one of the lucky ones that have that wife that's searching with you and for you as yes. well. So. Yeah. Her collection's as big as mine because she she does the Gremlins in the eighties and uh, nice, nice ET and she does she likes Wookies you know Chewie and and Wicket so it's very fortunate you know she 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 would like she'll find an ad at she buys it and and yeah and we it was funny because we, you know talking about sizes as a collection you start off real small and I'm like okay honey I just want to I just want like four shelves yeah give me, I'm gonna clean the basement out and I'm gonna put four shelves in it six months later it's the whole room yeah and then now two years later i'm like i need more shelves in the room next door because we're not using it yeah so i'm gonna clean that out too and put stuff in there and then start hanging up art because oh that's awesome yeah and she's like whatever and then all my all my vintage stuff is up in the uh you know like my 92 run is in a cabinet in my dining room so i mean oh man and i've got you know three uh christian wagner prints hanging in my dining room yeah. you know the big oh crap sorry that's right. big uh, canvas prints hanging in my dining room and then the other walls full of knickknacks you know that's amazing so I'm, I'm pretty fortunate Glenn you keep talking about your collection and luckily you haven't brought up your pop addiction yet yes I am very <laughs> very addicted to pops are you ashamed of the pop collection no I'm not ashamed a little bit I do cry <laughs> sometimes at night when I look at my pop collection <laughs> And I'm like, I can't believe I spent that much money on Pops. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Pops. Just remember Beanie Babies, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The bubble might yeah. burst. Oh, yeah. The, the, there was one Pop that was sitting here, and it's this. It's the prototype Fet, and they only made like 700 of them or something, and it's $500, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's the one Fet I need to complete my Fet run, and I'm uh. like, I can't spend $500 on a freaking pop. <laughs> no matter how bad I want to, uh, I got to control myself. So that's oh, your man. hunt right now is the prototype Fet. 
Like if you could get that right I, now. The the pop? Or is the, that what you that you that you want to that's five hundred dollars is the prototype? It's the prototype. Yeah, it's a San Diego Comic Con from like three or four years ago. Gotcha. Okay. So what else, what are you, are you guys looking for? What is your What's your holy grail? Holy grail. Oh jeez. Why don't we go around if you what, <laughs> why don't you start? Um I, I know who owns my holy grail. Uh, <laughs> so you've already, narrowed, you've already yeah. got it inside. Yeah, I mean, it's a one of one. Uh, there's some pictures of it in some old Tillmark to- toy guides. Uh, it, it's a prototype piece of Han and Greedo, and it was like supposed to be like a Han and Greedo uh, cantina shootout scene. And it's, so it's a vintage figure, but the knees bend so they could sit facing each other. Oh, and Han nice. has a quick draw action, which they actually ended up using for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. Oh, line. nice. So it was a, a Han and Greedo two-pack, and Han's hand would pop up real quick. Uh, I mean, that's So a who one. owns it? Who's got that? I'm, I'm not going to Oh, you can't say it. <laughs> okay. they, they know I want it. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. So, okay. You're in his sights. <laughs> yeah. How about y'all? Well, I, I just gave you guys a, a little piece of swag that is actually my collection logo. Oh, um, sweet. Oh, awesome. That's uh, cool. That's the, uh, I, I, a couple years ago, I actually gave a name to my collection, sort of the basement display room, Moss basically. Atlanta. Yeah, so the Moss cool. Atlanta Cantina. Yeah. And uh, it, it basically shows the three characters that I focus on, which are Boba Fett, Luke Jedi, oh. and Yoda. Nice. Um, and nice. Uh, there's also a couple, uh, certainly other things I collect, but mainly focus on those three characters. So those, okay. those as far as grails, um, certainly some foreign items for each of those characters, some difficult to find cards. Yeah. Uh, so a Mexican Lily Letty Boba Fett would be a great addition if okay, that any, cool. any of it ever comes I, I, to and, and I truthfully can't believe he's still looking for Boba Fett cards because you walk in his clo- his room and it's just wall <laughs> to ceiling <laughs> ceiling to floor full of carded fets and you're yeah. just go I just give me one <laughs> I just want one have pity on me yeah and, and he's like well this one's got a brown belt and this one's got a black belt and this one his toes pointed in and this one his toes pointed out and if you look at this Luke and he's and he does he has it for he you know Luke uh, Yoda and Boba Fett and yeah. it's his his carded collection's insane and I truthfully can't believe he's still looking for more cards. That's how many <laughs> cards this guy's got. I and truthfully I just want one yeah. and it I'm finding the Boba Fett tax is real because it's ridiculous. you're like, okay, cool, this looks awesome and you know, you can get a Weegway for forty bucks and Boba Fett's twelve hundred and they're looking at you with a straight face going, I want twelve hundred dollars for this figure and oh, I'm like man really dude yeah you know so the Boba Fett tax is real and it sucks yeah it really does (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I picked the easy characters (laughs) so um, how do you display uh, your stuff online for uh, the other collectors to see like do you take pictures of your collection be like hey with you know yeah um, I I do a, a section on on the the Facebook page called daily dose oh so okay basically okay. i just put up one you know one collectible from my collection just sort of give everybody a good start to the star wars day <laughs> okay so <laughs> That's it, you cool. know it's a nice way of just kind of sharing my collection yeah as well yeah. um i mean collections can if you once you look at displaying them it get, becomes overwhelming you kind of get lost sometimes yeah, as yeah. To what's mm-hmm. yeah. important but if you can just play one thing tell the story of that one thing each day 
you know, I, I find that's a nice way to kind of introduce that collectible, share it with everybody else yeah. in the group. That's it, it, it's a one constant. Every morning I pick up my phone and 6 a.m. there's <laughs> Narayan and I looked at him this weekend. I'm like, dude, what the heck are you doing up at 6 a.m. every morning? And he's like, dude, it's all set up. And I'm like, yeah. really? How'd you do that? <laughs> he schedules post. it. And I'm like, wow, okay, so that makes so much more sense yeah. than you know. Yeah, you be secret way, though. You're right. You're yeah. So, but yeah, I, we do, if I get something new, we all, you know, we're all posting it. And you, every now and again, we'll do something, you know, show us your collection or somebody will be like, hey, you know, and there's other groups that will do that. Yeah, yeah mail call, definitely. So, and, and we're, you know, you do have other bigger groups that we're a part of on, on the Facebook community yeah. that they're always like, hey, do you have this? Or show me your loose run. So, you know, you're, you're doing that stuff all the time. It's not too. highlight awesome. features, essentially. Right. That's you awesome. Know, collectible of the week or figure of the week or character of the week yeah we've okay. got a guy jason who's was making the puzzle a minute ago and i have no clue where he's at, <laughs> he does the collectible of the week and he's a graphic designer and he'll do a lot cool little graphic so we'll you know do a run of that oh that's and, amazing okay. yeah all right so everyone listening out there we're we're with the georgia alliance of star wars collectors guys will you uh tell everyone listening uh where they can find you social media website everybody's stuff looking like that. at your flyer right now so yeah, just look us up on Facebook. Put in uh, Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors, and we're we're there, and we're you know you'll pop up, and as long as you can answer the secret questions, you know, come on in, okay. and uh, you know, water's fun. We're, we're very welcoming. We don't care if you don't live in Georgia. You know, it's mm-hmm. awesome because we are all inclusive. Okay. Yeah. You know. All right, guys. Thank you so much again. This yes. was the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors. Uh, if you got some time today, come down. They have a booth, uh, the stuff to look at, and information about their club and uh, how you can join. They're great guys. Thank you so much, yes, guys. Thank for you joining so much. Us today. Thank you, Thanks for having us. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You yep. too. Thank you.